0: sith really the good guys in star wars are they the good guys yes i don't know it depends on how you think of good well because like in star wars there's the argument that like hey under the emperor's actual rule like yeah like it's way more authoritarian but like hey like you guys are safer there's like obviously no war but there's like occupation going on but like life for the people on coruscant like in the inner parts of the galaxy is like actually like better but life for like the outer regions and beyond, like not so much. Okay. So is that what you mean by the Sith? Because I think of the Sith, I think of the Emperor. Or are you talking about
1: like Sith? Like well, we have Palpatine, right? He's a total fucking asshole. He wants to just wreck everything. But right. Then you have uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Vader. Right. Uh, I heard I heard somewhere that he's just like a a, a damaged veteran. Right. He lost his limbs mm-hmm. to people that were like religious zealots right because the jedi have no fucking emotion they're not supposed to have emotion yeah and they're all kind of in this cult trying to like not get into a battle but then they see people get hurt and they don't intervene
0: it's weird yeah because like one of this one of the lines from attack of the clones is where like uh where the anakin's like hitting on padme and then padme's like mm-hmm. i thought like the jedi are supposed to like not have like uh not supposed to have like emotional attachments and he's mm-hmm. like well he's like well the Jedi code like tells us we need to be like compassionate mm-hmm. and he, he kind of like goes he runs with that line of compassion and he's like he's like so like asking me to not like asking me not to be like this way or whatever is like is like saying like and then I should like like not not submit what's the opposite of submit like I should suppress my need to be compassionate or whatever mm-hmm. like he draw he kind of like draw something like that i'm trying to remember the exact line okay but he's like so he's like in a way we're encouraged to be uh like not lovers but like i'm trying to remember the exact line but he's not even supposed to have a family right right he's not supposed to have a family which is like something that they change later on like in the old and expanded universe which is like the stuff outside of the movies like luke skywalker originally gets rid of that whole like and it's always been this way what do you mean
1: like the old Republic, it's always been like Jedi's kind of can't, yeah, 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 totally.
0: yeah. Because I, one of the, like, the like in the old old Republic, like in the books, like, uh, one of the main characters, like, has to the Jedi, like, the grand Jedi master, kind of like what Yoda is, kind of like in the prequels, mm-hmm. like, the head of the entire order. Like, she has like a son, like, out of uh, wedlock, or even like you're not even supposed to get married, let, let alone have a kid, and she ends up like. Kind of like finding a government job for him, and kind of just like visits him every now. Like it plays out like the down low kind of thing.
1: Yeah, that was the next question. Like,
0: how do they continue the Jedi? Like
1: they find Jedi all, all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. But they find Jedi from what are supposed to be like regular people. But then there's bloodlines that have the Force that's stronger. Yeah, but, but it's like, well, if you take this family, that's good. It's like how do, and,
0: how does that bloodline exist, kind of thing, right?
1: yeah like how does it continue and if like you can find it how does into the dark forces just cut it off at the head you know just destroy everybody in that bloodline yeah you got what i'm saying
0: mm-hmm. okay i think i found the line okay. uh where anakin's like talking to Padme, saying like attachment is forbidden possession is forbidden but i'm trying to see that's yeah, a youtube link i don't want to click on the youtube link uh let's see uh jedi code star wars uh attachment is forbidden the thing with uh, the thing is like with all things taken to extremes that it becomes like an issue but if it's like just general advice uh okay here's what, what i can say this he says attachment is forbidden possession is forbidden compassion which i would define as unconditional love is essential to a jedi's life so you might say that we are encouraged to love he says that's the actual line Oh, so
1: we kind of twisted what the yes Jedi say. yeah Huh.
0: He's not wrong, though. Yeah. Because compassion is what I would define
1: as unconditional love. So. But then the compassion thing, it's like, you see people dying. How do you not interfere,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Well, they do, usually. If, like something happens in front of them, like, they act on it. All right. But because, like, the Jedi serve the Republic, like, they have to go through, like, legal, legal hoops sometimes. And then that's, like, where Anakin gets, like, Anakin gets frustrated. Remember that line in, like, Attack of the Clones where he's, like, um... He says like, "What is it? Was the point of like the Senate? And he, Like, like, or like, what's the point of the republic?" Or, or he says something about like, "What, how senators are ineffective?" He's like, "He's like," and then she asks, "Well, what would you do if you were in control?" He's like, "I would like do what's best for the people and mm-hmm. then do it." And he, she's like, "Well, you can't always make people agree." And then he says, "I would force them to agree." You remember that line? Yeah. What do you think is? I, no, sounds, I guess I missed it. But what do
1: you think is Vader's like main motivation? Like, he's maintaining this fucking empire, right? Yeah. What's his main mo- motivation? Like, he wanted love. He wanted a family. It's like, it's what, do you, like what does Jedi, he live for now, right? Yeah, like, the Jedi sort of betrayed him. Yeah. And he was manipulated. But how does Vader not see, like, hey, I got fucking played,
0: you know? I think I think he does. Like, I think in the, in the novelization for the book, uh-huh. like, he's pretty much always scheming against the Emperor. Because he knows, like, he's kind of, like, in this, like, between a rock and a hard place where he's aware of like what he's lost but he's like not in a position to like where he can just like go ahead and like just turn over the empire that's so, why that's why like in in a t- in empire strikes back he talks to luke he's like join me Like together we can rule we can like you know uh, okay. destroy the or like flip even in Revenge of the sith he says that too he said when he goes to to Mustafar, the lava planet, yeah, and he's talk and uh, he's talking to Padme. He's like, Padme's like, he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm more powerful than like any Jedi. He's like, he's like, come with me, like we can run away. He's like, I can overthrow the Emperor. Like, I can make we can make things the way we want them to be, or something like that. Well, sort of, but they're all like that.
1: Like all the Sith are like, I'm gonna fucking take over. I'm the one. I'm the most powerful motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So they're always like cannibalizing. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're like on the side of the Jedi.
0: No, like obviously not, right. But you're touching up on a point that they actually do talk about, like in the books, where like, like the guy who dis- the guy who starts like the chain of events that leads to the emperor, mm-hmm. like Palpatine, like mm-hmm. uh, he starts it off as uh his name is Darth Bane, and he like comes like a thousand years before the emperor, mm-hmm. and he kind of realized the Sith like back then were like the Jedi are, where there's like thousands of them. And it's like, hey, like, this isn't sustainable the way we just keep killing each other, like, vying for, like, number one place. And, like, yeah. meanwhile, like, the Jedi thrive and we're just here, like, infighting. So he comes to the realization that what he calls it the Rule of Two, mm-hmm. where there will only be two Sith going forward. And so he, it's kind of complicated. But he basically tricks the rest of the Sith to basically do this mass ritual suicide. Mm-hmm. And then he's left behind. He's the last of the Sith. He takes on an apprentice who he then invests, like, all his knowledge and all this stuff. All his like power into like knowing you're going to eventually take over from me, and then you're going to find somebody, and that person's going to find somebody, and we're going to continue to build ourselves up in the shadows, to the point where eventually we're going to make connections with the banking cartels, we're going to make connections with the trade unions, we're going to build, we're going to rule like quietly from the shadows because being out in the open has not worked well for us because we're always targeted by the Jedi.
1: Yeah, but I, that's what I was going to bring up, like. uh, Vader's in a position where he's so strong and he's got things like so under control that maybe he feels like, I just need to stay up here because if I don't, shit is going to like, all hell is going to break loose. Oh, that, okay. Because like you compare it to like current day events, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, Gaddafi. Like and, I'm on the
0: inside. I'm trying to change things from within kind of thing.
1: Yeah, like you look at stuff like Gaddafi, see, CIA goes in there and then like disrupts everything. There's murders, all that shit. And then people start to like cannibalize because there's a, a power vacuum there or the cartels right. they take out a cartel head yeah and then a bunch of little cartels spring up and it gets like crazy violent mm-hmm. so that
0: kind of sounds like what vader's doing there right right it's kind of like what's that phrase uh like uh concentrated um centralized opposition or no, no what's it called Do you know the uh control opposition kind of in a way so what's that phrase i don't know if that's the term for it it's like where you draw it's like a political thing like you draw your enemies but like you actually control the infrastructure that your enemies use kind of like in star wars where like the emperor like palpatine's in charge of both like the republic and the and the droid army because mm-hmm. he controls the droid the separatists through count dooku who's like his apprentice right but then he's also like the public face of the of the republic but he's playing both sides you know what i'm saying so yeah. he's fully in control of like the opposition and the, the, uh, the pro, the, I guess what's the opposite of the opposition? The position? That's not a word, right? Like it's controlled opposition where like you create, you create a system to draw out your enemies to kind of lower them in a trap sort of thing.
1: Or well, like provocateurs. Yes. At, at a larger yes. scale. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. You create the opposition, you structure it so that you can get, like, a face for your opposition, and then you, like, crush it from within, like, mm-hmm. using your actual, like, you know, resources. Yeah, but that's, that's Palpatine,
1: that fucker's, like, straight evil.
0: Right, but I'm saying, like, if you wanted to draw, like, real-world real, real world parallels, so oh, that, yeah, 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 it would be kind of, like, people, like, infiltrating other organizations and, like, openly, like, causing, like, peaceful demonstrations to become, like, violent or stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Um. So...
0: But well, yeah, we lost the, the point of the, the isn't is, Yeah, this is neither a Star Wars podcast nor a philosophical podcast. This yeah. is the Duo Sense podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another weekly installment. Uh, a couple of days late, mostly because of inclement weather and uh, this life stuff that gets out of hand. I am, as always, your host, Andrew Roscoe, joined by the Badger of the High Desert. The self proclaimed lost cause, which now I finally know what that is. Mm-hmm. The unnecessary one. The. Oh, I knew I was forgetting one Always down for the cause, never down for the count. Johnny. What was that? Johnny, I finally figured out the lost cause thing you were talking about. Because when you sent me that link, there's like now well, a Fortnite skin for that person, artist? Yeah, it's an artist. And that's the reason I spelled it with K A W S. Okay
1: is he is the artist called cause or lost cause i think his last name is cause okay. i put the Lost in it and i just combined it Ah, oh. but i've had that name since i don't know when did, when did we have a uh, the ps uh network since ps2
0: like 2008 7 okay yeah so i've had that name for 10 plus years before after you were was it he who made me <laughs> that was your other one <laughs> for like a year or so I think so, yeah. And then you couldn't remember the login p- information, so you just scrapped it all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got rid of it. So, <laughs> so, what is it? Is it, cause like it was like a what's like a crossbone character thing, right? The skin?
1: Yeah, he'll do artwork like he'll take a, a Disney character and then he'll take sort of not the you'll like see the insides of him. So, you'll mm-hmm. see like Mickey, but they'll sh- he'll show the uh skeletal version of Mickey or
0: Goofy, right? Okay. I kind uh, of follow, and that's most of the artwork. I see. Yeah. All right. All right, Johnny. We've we've been a little MIA for a couple of days, and that means that the snooze stories have kind of just piled up as a result. Yeah, we've had a uh, had a couple sandstorms up here. But speaking of sand, do you want to talk about Dune? That's a, you know what's funny is in the re- article that I wrote, like I used a I used a pun. I used the drawing the line in the sand, and I was like <laughs> I was like I, I was like oh I'm so clever for using this pun so. Right now that you said that, I'm like, okay. I guess I'm not as clever as I thought because you thought of it right away. But, uh, yeah, I saw I saw Dune last week. Uh, I saw it twice, actually, at home mm-hmm. through HBO Max. Um, This is, like, the most, like, sci-fi film that I've seen in a long time. And when I say that, I mean, like, it truly feels like... It doesn't really have a crutch, like, other stuff that came before it, like, The Matrix or, like, Marvel... Or, like, I mean, it's based on something, right? It's based on books, but those books came out, like, in the 60s. Well, this is the inspiration for Star Wars. I can kind of see that. I mean, a lot of the inspiration for Star Wars also comes from uh, the... Yeah, not the, but... Yeah, for... But, it comes from the Japanese stuff from, like, uh, Kurosawa and stuff. Yeah. But I could definitely see, like, yeah, Arrakis, which is, like, the... Which is also known as Dune. is the name of the planet, the sand planet. Mm-hmm. So I could see Tatooine being heavily, heavily based off of that. Um I kinda just um well, funny is I actually have the art I wrote a review for this uh website that I occasionally like write stuff for. Um I could just talk about it kinda randomly or I could just read the review. You think that'd be easier or
1: no, just tell me what's on your mind.
0: Uh I love this movie. I really enjoyed it. Uh I'm not that familiar with this director, uh okay. Denny Villanu Villanu? Villeneuve? I can't pronounce his name. He's a French-Canadian uh, director. Yeah, director of uh, Blade... Uh, yeah, Blade, Blade Runner 2049, Runner. Arrival. Yeah, all, all his fucking films are amazing. Um, and I could tell, like, those are all his S- kind of movies. Sicario. Sicario, yes. I haven't seen Sicario. I actually haven't seen, Bla- haven't seen Blade Runner or... You, better, you
1: can't just go straight to that. You gotta see the first
0: one. I haven't seen any of those movies, but, like, I've seen, like, trailers and scenes from those movies. Yeah. And I could tell, like, yep, yeah, this is, like, the same guy. Because he does this thing in all his movies where, like, he uses a lot of, like, lighting and silhouettes. Mm-hmm. Like, where the character, like, in, like, their their outline against, like, a very dramatic or chaotic background. Mm-hmm. So, like, in Arrival, there's, I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen scenes and trailers of it where, like, the Amy Adams characters, like, talking to the aliens through that weird, like, white cloud-filled gl- glass kind of thing. Yeah. And then, like, it's just, like, it, ma- it like a huge scale of it, like, is... She looks so tiny on the screen compared to the massive, yeah, like, construct. Yeah,
1: amazing with the scale, too.
0: And then I saw that picture from Blade Runner where it's uh Ryan Gosling's character is, like, in a sandstorm, kind of, or, like, an orangey, kind of, glowy area. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can just see... It, he can barely make his outline with him, like, holding a gun, and, like, the rest is just, like, appear, like, orange. And, like, again, he does this thing where it's, like, a big scene and then a very small character in the middle of it. Yeah same thing with dune there's a couple of there's a couple of scenes where it's just like the main character against like either like a massive battle going on in the background or like this massive like sprawling wasteland like desert like he does a lot of these like l- framing of like lighting and like silhouettes and like so when i saw when I, as i was watching the movie i would see these scenes and i'm like like oh yeah yeah there it is that's that's it's coming through that's the same guy who does like those other
1: movies so yeah he's got a great uh, sense of skill unlike the uh, mansion and Resident Evil trailer
0: I'm sorry there's like a massive scratch on my screen okay <laughs> <laughs> yes on the opposite end we have that mansion scene the opening hallway scene from uh Resident Evil which uh yeah we talked about that last week actually I think so um, yeah I really like the movie I mean. Cinema like from a cinematic point of view the movie is like very it does this thing with scale where like the sandworms which are like some like one of the big creatures in the movie like it again massive sandworm comes out and then like the main character looks really small next to it mm-hmm. and then they do that thing several times in other parts where they have like these massive ships and then again small characters next to them so you get like the, you get like the scope and scale of everything in the film yeah. where like everything feels like very grandiose and it's not just there randomly like it's there for like a purpose
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and but there is like there is issues with the film where a lot of people i've i've seen complain like this movie is like boring it's too long and a lot of people say like i don't know what's going on like this director like do you entrust its audience that you're kind of like smart enough to kind of keep up with what's coming at you quickly Mm because they introduce a lot of phrases and words and jargon like very early and they don't do, like, a huge exposition dump. Like, there's no scrolling text like Star Wars where, like, catch you up on, like, what's been happening in the last whatever years. It's, like, there's this planet, Dune. It has this spice. The spice is is you helps, like, interstellar travel. It's also, like, a drug. And it's extremely valuable. And it only exists in this part of the galaxy. And recurrently, there is this noble house, uh, Harkonnen, which is, like, the one that uh, Batista, the the actor, Batista, he's like one of the guys from the House Harkonnen. Yeah. They've been in charge of Dune for like 80 plus years or something at this point. And like they basically subjugate and like just treat the people there on the planet like terribly. Because mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're protect, they're trying to protect their natural resource, which is a spice. The Emperor, the Emperor of the entire galaxy, then removes House Harkonnen. This happens like in the first like 20 minutes of the movie, so it's not huge spoilers. But mm-hmm. He removes House Harkonnen away from there and places House Atreides, which is like the main character's family, House Atreides is now in charge of uh Arrakis, also known as Dune. And he does this for like political motivations become like clear like about halfway through the film. Like, like oh, like that's why he did that. So I don't want to spoil it too much in case somebody wants to watch it, but like this movie, it's very easy to get lost. So it's one of those kind of, I, I liken it kind of to Inception. Yeah. Where like you can't you don't go to the restroom and <laughs> try not to like blink or like get or talk too much because you're gonna miss stuff
1: yeah
0: yeah um there's also there is an audio issue i found where like there's a lot of like like vibrations and like sound because the movie is loud there's like explosions and stuff and sometimes it kind of drowns out the audio okay the the dialogue yeah and so fortunately i watched like i said i mentioned on hbo max i had the luxury of having subtitles because i always watch things with subtitles
1: okay
0: and i also had the luxury of being able to rewind in you know real time if you're going to the theater, which, from what I understand, the directors—this uh, this was the director who's like, "Hey, like Dune's meant to be watching the theaters, not like on a phone or something." Yeah, right? yeah. He said something about using a speedboat in a bathtub, right? You remember hearing that? No, you, I haven't. He said that. like, "Oh, you guys, Dune is meant to be watching in the theaters." He's kind of upset about the HBO Max stuff because he thinks like that's kind of that's gonna not deliver like the ideal experience or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think maybe he's thinking about like ticket lost, ticket sale lost, or something. But uh, shoot, what was my original point? Oh yeah, I had the luxury of being able to rewind, so there's like things I would miss. I'm like, wait, wait what? And then go back like a few seconds. I'm like, oh okay, that's what I missed. And I also had subtitles. The subtitles are extremely useful because they use a lot of words that don't are not English originated words. Okay. And they also speak multiple languages in the film. Like there is Russian, there is Mandarin, there is like like you're and like there is subtitles, but like you don't let's say you have the benefit of it saying, like, oh, Russian in Russian or in mandarin or like in this language of these people so it kind of helps you like okay this is what's going on this is what they're talking about i think watching it in theaters of course way better audio than we can get at home yeah way better visuals i think you get at home grander, grander skill all that stuff but i think you should probably watch it in hbo max if you don't like it in theaters watch it through hbo max where you have more control over audio and being able to watch it at your own pace because it's a lengthy movie. How's the acting? Oscar Isaac, he's like the main father of the main, of the protagonist, uh, he's uh, Leto Atreides. He's pretty, he's pretty good in this. I think he's pretty good in this. The Unfortunately, the main protagonist, Paul Atreides. All right. Uh, he does a lot of like, kind of like brooding where he kind of just like, he's on screen, but he just looks like angry or confused. Okay. And his like line delivery is very, uh, dry no pun intended like it's just kind of i don't know he just feels awkward like watching him feels awkward on screen but like jason momoa is like really fun when he shows up what for the moments he's there also not a huge spoiler but for but like the way this movie is promoted like zendaya is like very little in the film she is not that much in the film as much as you are led to believe by like the promotion and the marketing for the movie Mm -hmm. she has very very few scenes in this movie I'm thinking it's implied that she's gonna have way more scenes in the sequel, because of just how the way the first movie ends.
1: Yeah, I heard they greenlit this. And
0: things. yes, yes, thank God they actually they the the second film is secured at least. Right. Which I was worried about because I think the movie is getting a lot of mixed reviews and I, like I wasn't sure like how it would do like ticket wise because for all the faults of the film like it I you you watch this and you're like. There is potential here. Like this can be something really good if people can just stay interested long enough to get us to the second film.
1: Yeah, you can't put that fucking book in one film.
0: No, absolutely not. I mean, I've never read, let me be honest. I've I even started off with like a review like I've never seen the 1984 Dune mm-hmm. and I've never read any of the books. I went into this completely blind with no impressions. I'm like, "Let me see how this is." And I walked away like that was amazing. Like mm-hmm. for all the faults I'm telling you about the film, it's visually visually a feast and I'm so invested in the story even though the characters are individually not that great, I think. Okay. But I'm interested in seeing where this plot goes as a whole. So so those are my impressions on Dune. Johnny, you need to watch Dune. Well, um, it's you, long though. It's You long, wrote long. up the article. Where can we find the article? Oh, uh, I wrote uh, – you can find the article on geeknewsnow.net uh, – I wrote yeah geeknewsnow.net i'll probably put a link in the description for the pod so if anybody is curious on checking it out i meant to write the review like half as long as it actually ended up being but i was i just loved gushing about the movie so much that it ended up being twice as long as i intended so uh of course i also wrote a lot more about the cons there is cons uh the acting i get i mentioned not that great Uh, very easy to confuse there is because there's not that much hand-holding there is times where you watch scenes you're like wait like what happened and then you're like and then a few seconds later you're like oh that was like a vision or something Mm -hmm. or like it it has like hard cuts where you think that's like the progress like the next logical scene Mm -hmm. and then like something sticks out you're like wait a minute like when did this happen oh it's a vision okay sometimes things happen out of order and that's kind of if you already don't know what's going on, if you don't already understand like the phrases and jargon, if you already kind of like have like a bad impression at this point, like it's not doing you any favors. It's very convoluted, But honestly, I feel like those scenes, if you just stick with it, like, okay, like that was necessary for us to understand mm-hmm. because you can tell they're doing that thing with, like, I compared a lot to like Lord of the Rings with the first film where okay. like a lot of the stuff you can tell has payoff in the future. We just had to get to that point you know what I'm saying, so I would encourage people to watch Dune anyways, I was going to encourage people to watch it, because I want the next one to be made, but now that we know the second one's being made, I still encourage you to watch it anyways, but now with less financial motivation, so go watch Dune guys, it's super sci-fi, like a lot of the sci- like the ship designs are, are really dope, they have like these like dragonfly looking like helicopters that like, they don't have like propellers, they actually have to like beat wings, it looks really cool, yeah, he's really true to the original stuff, right? I assume well, assuming yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if you've seen
1: like Blade Runner, you'd be like, "Fuck, this guy really stuck to the old shit."
0: Like the fight, there's not that much fighting in the movie, but the fight choreography is really cool. It's like very close, like CQC style stuff. Like they have like these shields, and it's not like choppy uh, camera shit. No, no, it's not like up close where you can't tell what's going on. No, like the shots are pretty kind of far back where you can actually. See like John like, Wick, like you could see Yes. Okay. Yes. Very John Wick, less MCU DC ish. Alright. Where like you're up close and you're like, I just see struggling. Oh, now the person's on the floor. Yes, I hate that. That's not that no the wide open like wide far away shots like so you can fully enjoy the like the choreography. So so. Anyways, again, this is not a movie podcast, but because Johnny wanted to talk about Doom for a little bit, we yeah. did. Okay. Although tangentially somewhat video game related. Uh-huh. there is dune content in fortnite right there's two characters i think zendaya's character and uh, timothy what's this guy's name again timothy chalamet right timothy chalamet he's like the main character he's paul atreides there's a skin for him and a skin for zendaya's character uh, in fortnite as of now
1: yeah i jumped on it for a moment i saw the skins they, they look cool uh Ooh. the most interesting part of those skins were the actual dragonfly which is here.
0: You know. oh that's dope that's great integration that's yeah. like the, your glider right your glider is the dragonfly dude that's dope it's, it's pretty pretty actually bad. a ship that's cool that they did that it's a dragonfly looking ship but that's cool uh-huh. that makes sense I love when they use those like elements like smartly mm-hmm. like with um uh what was the one with uh I think with Cammy I think Cammy from Street Fighter like or was it no um what's his name I Guile yeah he has like a jet like a jet as like his glider, right? I think. Uh, huh he has like a jet or like a jet plane, which makes sense because I like think in... it's like a, a Harrier. It's like a F twenty two. It's some like kind of plane, right? Yeah, and that makes sense because he's like in the air force and everything and uh-huh. all that stuff. So I love when they integrate like elements from like the things that may act make actual sense. So yeah, another example since we're talking about Fortnite, uh, they also have the skins
1: for Chris and Jill. Yes. Uh, from Resident Let's Evil. Go.
0: I want, yeah, when the, the, I want that joe one when
1: you're talking about detail like i see the skins and all that right and then i see the back bling and i'm like oh motherfuckers because they have a typewriter as the back bling right? oh
0: that's so good that's yeah. so good what's the glider do you, you see the glider yet or no uh no i missed that one that's what i love i love for uh cammy her her oh, i'm sorry is that, i don't know if it's is it cammy no gaio gaio has a back bling where it's like the mm-hmm. ko yeah that's it's cool. the lineup K O. like flashes. Yeah. just like in the game oh, i love that stuff so yeah she
1: also has a one of her emote is a little umbrella and she's just twisting it
0: that's funny yeah, that's clever i like that i thought i was hoping it was gonna be like something with like the samurai edge or something with like an herb oh, or something the, the edge is in there the hot blade yeah oh no no, no no that's the samurai edge is the handgun they all use oh i don't know the, the, the special stars one of the are yeah, right. that's yeah. the samurai edge you're, right. you're talking about the hot blade from resident evil village right it's well, like, same. it's like, it's a, it's a sword or like a knife that's like super heated, right?
1: Yeah. I think it's also in
0: uh the remaster for RE3. Yes, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. It is in RE3. I forgot about that. You're right. It is in RE3. Yeah. It actually appears there. Yeah, you're right. It appears there first. Good call, Johnny. I didn't catch that. You're right. Uh, wow. We're already like a half hour and we haven't even gotten to this. Well, this yet. is going to be a, this is a giant podcast because i okay. We're trying to
1: figure out it's what a to girth, talk about. It's a girthy podcast. It's a, it's a girthy one. I think we're going to get into state of play. We want to get into some predictions, what your hopes are going to be. And then we'll get into quick points because there's so much shit out there. Dude, there's a Grand Theft Auto Remaster, the Halo trailer. Uh, let's War go over of the sales. quick points first. All I right, have, let's do quick points. So I have time then, to
0: actually look up the stuff.
1: And then, yeah, and then we'll do uh, articles. Well, you could always pause it, dude. <laughs>
0: All right, go ahead, Johnny. So what's the first quick point we got? I mean, I feel like we talked a lot about Grand Theft Auto, but what else did you want to talk about Grand Theft Auto? Well, how do you feel about it? Is it worth 60
1: Does Do the visuals look good?
0: So, seeing the trailer now for all three games, like, you can tell, like, okay, it's not just a simple, like, up-res. It does look a little better. It looks... I think it looks a lot better. Not quite as good as, like, some of the mods I've seen out there, like, user-made stuff. Well... But... I think the trailer kind of does it a surface because I saw
1: other... Uh, screenshots. P- yes, I saw screenshots on YouTube and it looks better than some of the mods that they did on PC. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll agree with that. Yeah, and then they do the a bunch of side comparisons and the reflections look great. Uh, there's a lot more texture. Like the palm trees are impressive, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the neon signs, the lighting looks great. Some things, ironically, somehow look worse though. Well... I think they look worse in a sense that the characters look like pillows.
0: Yeah, right? they have like this very like oil pastel kind of like claymation look that just yeah. looks really off-putting. Yeah. I mean, and it's it, like, you could tell like they think, oh, this looks better. But in some ways it's kind of like you just, you like accentuated like the bad parts in a way. Yeah. I mean, at least they have fingers now. Right individual fingers not just like fought four lines on like a scooping like <laughs> ladle kind like of thing ice cream scoop. yeah with like four lines to show you those are fingers you're right about that
1: yeah so for the most part I it does look better but is it worth 60 bucks are each well, of them with 20
0: well i'll tell you this thing johnny um at this point i think i remember i read an IGN article where they confirmed that the san andreas portion of the trilogy will be free on game pass Mm-hmm. and i believe grand theft auto 3 the the that part of the trilogy will be on playstation plus so i we're supposed to get grand theft auto 3 that one that part is going to be free for playstation plus users i think in december or it could be january and then San Andreas will be on game pass so if you have both of those systems or you have like at least one of those like that will kind of help cut the cost because it is going to be 60 bucks yeah i think it's everything's pointing at it's gonna be 60 bucks for the whole thing but it looks like you might be able to buy the sections of the game separately Uh, no i think they verified that you have to buy everything really yeah okay so i was gonna say yes to that
1: that that sounds like a a deal
0: i mean it's but i'm still kind of on the fence i'm a little apprehensive honestly i'm not
1: on the fence at all i don't think it's worth it oh okay (laughs) because i've already played it and even if i didn't it just feels way too dated Cause I didn't even get to finish uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 Right To me I stopped playing Grand Theft Auto Because It's just too fucking massive Of a game dude Like you could play the storyline And cool But then You kind of get that feeling Of like What am I missing With the online stuff Right mm-hmm. And that feeling Of not being Able to complete a game I just can't get behind that shit
0: I want something to be But how many games Have you like started And you just never finished though
1: <sighs> Not too many not too many because when I I purchase a game,
0: you know for a fact that I know
1: like I'm really gonna be into this shit, and the games that I haven't completed are indie games. Those are like five dollar games, three dollar games. Those games I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. Like if I don't play, it, fuck it. But every like every PlayStation game exclusive, I've from front to back, from end to end, I've completed that so you have the article or what
0: yeah actually uh it's here on the uh, IGN article from like five days ago it says while not confirmed at time of writing the games will potentially be released individually as well as part of a collection san andres the definitive edition will launch into xbox game pass on november no- yeah, november 11th while gta3 definitive edition will be added to playstation now i'm sorry not plus playstation now on december 7th so it's not for sure that they'll be sold separately, but it is for sure that those individual games will be popping up on different, like, services as a, like, in parts.
1: Yeah, well, I'm not going to pick it up anyways. So. So, all right. So next one, we've got the uh, Halo trailer. do you thing of that?
0: All right, this is for the campaign, right? Yes. Alright, I actually didn't watch it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm barely getting into Halo right now. I've, I just barely started, like, the like the first one, the original, like, Combat Evolved one.
1: Yeah, they're cool. They're worth playing. Uh, this looks a lot like what they should have had in the first place instead of fucking Craig.
0: Oh, I did see screenshots. Right now Craig has, like, a beard or something. I didn't see Craig in this. Oh, I saw a separate screenshot, like a, like, separate from the trailer. But you're right. I saw screenshots of the trailer, and they look actually, like, really, really good. For once,
1: yeah, it looks much better. It looks like no drama. So it
0: seems like that year that they had extra really did pay off for them. Um,
1: uh, some minor points. Uh, Resident Evil sells 10 million copies. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, ah, shit, I'll get to that later. <laughs> Whatever. 10 million copies. God of War has sold 19.5 million copies. Wow. Uh, the question I have. That's is...
0: impressive considering that God of War is only on one mm-hmm. platform compared to Resident Evil Seven. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, for now at least, go ahead.
1: And the question I have is, where is the Last of Us? Uh, how many units has it sold? I haven't seen any of that.
0: I don't know. Are uh, talking about Part Two, right? Yeah, Part Two. I I don't know. That's a good question. Is there actually sales figures for that? I I I remember I heard when it turned to profit like instantly, but yeah,
1: but after that,
0: like of course instantly, there's all
1: the uh, the pre sales, but. I after put the last that, duel, for some the, reason, Last of After dose. the
0: drama, I hope. I am wondering how that went. Hey ah, Johnny, you in the drama? Uh, let's see, Last of Us Part Two sales. Um, let's see. So it says the game sold four million copies in the first three days, making it the fastest selling PS4 exclusive of all time. But there is no final. I don't see any final sale. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. Sales to date. Maybe that might help me find it uh wow you're right nothing shows up beyond like that four initial four million batch oh hold on oh no that's yeah that's still just four. yeah i'm seeing like the word pop up it's always just four million four million four million yeah because this fucking game got a ton of awards and for them not to brag about the sales is kind of odd well i don't know if quality and quantity always go hand in hand johnny
1: no, they do. I mean, God of War is right always? there. Always? No, not always, but God of War is there.
0: To and be they- fair, God of War what did win like that IGN poll for supposedly greatest game of all time, or whatever? Remember that IGN that's poll true. we saw a while back, yeah. where like every major like AAA game were squared off, and like God of War was like the last one standing.
1: But that's the point. With all the hype and while th- with all the expectations, Naughty Dog should have taken that.
0: I yeah. I mean, I don't. There's no. There's nothing wrong or inaccurate about what you're saying. But at the same time, I feel like it is it is weird they don't reveal that data. But at the same time, I'm not like, this isn't like some kind of like, where are they hiding kind of thing. I, I don't think of it that way, at least. I'm not like, you know, see something, say something kind of thing. I don't know what's going on there.
1: Uh, on a tangent for the uh, for the last of us, I bet you the first time we get a day and date for... Because God of War is actually on PC now, right? That's right. We just got that uh,
0: announcement. Double dipping. Good thing for Sony. Good smart move.
1: I bet you The Last of Us multiplayer is going to be the first game day and day on PC and PlayStation.
0: That's a bold prediction. Let's write that down for the future somewhere. Johnny predicts factions will somehow be on PC and PSN on the same day. Yeah. Someone someone write that down somewhere. <laughs> all right. Make a note of it somewhere. Play.
1: And the last uh quick point is we got the Uncharted trailer. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, oh boy. That's what I was expecting.
0: Oh boy. Okay. Go. First of all, I some people are upset that they put like so many different elements from the different games into mm-hmm. the one movie. My thought is like if this movie flops, at least we got those moments into the movie rather than holding off on a potential sequel that may never come like so like the plane sequence with the cargo plane right yeah it's like oh that would have been so much better if it was like actually in the third movie like it's supposed to be right but at the same time if we don't get to a third movie i'd rather just have it into the movie right now because it's such it's like icon you can tell the people who like made this movie were kind of like okay they looked at a bunch of youtube trailers of like all the uncharted games and were like okay write that down Write that down. <laughs> like whatever they saw, like that was like the stuff that like they make sure like we include that segment. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping I'm hoping they probably just didn't show it. I hope there's like a train section for March Hardy Two. Yeah. I'm hoping they include the what's that that whole weird like chase through the streets of the dirt bikes and the tanks in four. Uh huh. I hope that makes it in there. We know for sure the plane sequence is in there. They put a, actually they showed a lot of the plane sequence, of Nate like falling off. Nate getting tangled, Nate just hanging from the boxes, somebody else getting hit by a box. A car flying out of there knocking Nate. Like I'm like they showed a lot of that one specific sequence so it makes me wonder like what else are they what else are they holding off on? Okay. Second thought, I feel I cannot watch a movie with Mark Wahlberg and not and not and forget that he's Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Like when I watch uh any of the Transformers movies that he's in, like I'm always aware that he's Mark Wahlberg and not the character he's playing. I feel like
1: Mark always acts like Mark.
0: Yes. Like Absolutely.
1: Like when I watch DiCaprio, as big as he is, he always becomes a character.
0: Absolutely. Right? Yes. Absolutely yeah, you're right. He's uh he's um shoot, what's his name? a character in Titanic? He's uh Why can't I remember his name, Johnny? Jack? Jack duh that's like such an easy name he's jackie in titanic he's uh i forget his name in He's the guy from departed he's the guy from i was like what's his name in inception i always forget his name in that i movie. don't know the inception one i i know like i they mentioned his name a couple of times but it's always his last name in the movie but anyways he's always those individual characters like he's not well the exception of some movies i think there's a few movies like where with um the island no. The rep Uh the hot the one he the once upon a time in Hollywood or whatever. Oh.
1: Uh, that, because of the
0: memes, I've seen so many of those memes, I cannot separate that character from DiCaprio.
1: A little bit. But that's probably like the worst case. That's mostly
0: because of the memes around it though. Okay. The the That meme, uh, right? When he points at the screen like he sees himself uh, Wolf like Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street, I feel like I forget sometimes No. About, sometimes in that film I forget he's DiCaprio and then sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, that's i I see him like oh yeah it's dicaprio so i think visually he doesn't look that much different in the films in i think the one that i forget the most in is uh the revenant when he's dealing with the bear and all that stuff i think that's because he just looks all messed up and stuff and it's very easy to it's that movie the way that movie is shot it's very easy to forget that it's like a movie when you're actively watching it yeah you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like it's one of those movies where like oh, I forgot, like, uh, you know, I'm watching, you know, a movie sometimes. So that's the one exception. But that's, yeah, so Tom Holland is just being Tom Holland. First of all, like, I understand he's supposed to be a young Drake, but he looks so much like high school Peter Parker that I can't separate him from the Peter Parker role. It's the same issue with, like, Will Smith, where, like, you you don't forget Will Smith is Will Smith in every movie. Mm You know what I'm saying? So Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, very... I, I think I, I think they went for big names rather than actual, like, proper casting for it. Hold up,
1: I got to go back to the Will Smith. I think when we go see Will, a Will Smith movie, it's exactly that. Like, I want to see Will Smith do this thing. You get me?
0: Oh, okay, because he's such a big personality outside of it. Yeah, life. okay.
1: Like, it's, but Wahlberg, I don't go to the
0: theaters because
1: it's a Wahlberg
0: film. Fair enough, yeah. Which is ironic because I think he was like one of like the best paid actors for a particular year, like in the last few years. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just because he was like in a lot of stuff that one year.
1: Yeah, he makes good stuff, but
0: I'm not like, Yeah, you're right. Like, oh, Mark Wahlberg, I gotta see this now, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the exception of like comedies, like there's a few movies like whenever he's like with Will Ferrell, whether it's like the other guys or uh, or uh, look who's, who's um the movie where they're, like they're like. They're like step uh, dads together. Uh, You don't want to talk about the funny one. I don't know. Uh, Look who's home or look who's come home or whatever. Don't know. Anyways. Very, very few exceptions. Don't like Mark Wahlberg outside of comedies. And this movie doesn't quite look like a comedy. There's comedic elements. but It's supposed to be, first and foremost, like uh, like an action flick, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of like an Indiana Jones-style movie, right? Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to, of course, see it anyways because it's uncharted like why? Wow. yeah I, I have to right but yeah. i'm like going in with like very like reserved like kind of like not the greatest expectations so if it manages to be good it'll have surpassed my expectations
1: oh okay well i give you my, my also how
0: cool is it like when you watch the trailer and you see that playstation studios logo pop up it kind of gets you excited Or like oh is this the first of many playstation movies
1: yeah it's maybe kind of like uh it, it kind of gives you the vibe of like when you see iron man for the first time you see fucking the marvel screen there yes it's just like i hope they keep going
0: You know, like i like i hope this becomes like a thing where i'll just get used to the playstation studios logo because that'd yeah. be so cool it's kind of like when i went to watch sonic the hedgehog and i saw like the sega logo pop up with like all the sega properties i'm like like how cool would this be like if all those sega properties could potentially be like their own movies mm-hmm. so uh so I'm equally excited at I'm excited at the potential, and at the same time, not excited by what I see. If that makes sense, kind of. I feel the same way. You're excited about what it could be, not too excited about what you think it will be. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> not the most articulate way to phrase it, but those are my
1: thoughts. thoughts. You know what this this kind of feels like when we saw saw the um
0: the first Hulk iteration do you remember that the Angly, uh hulk yeah
1: the, yeah with hulk.
0: the puppies with the dogs oh that was yeah and then like the hulk do- becoming like hulk dogs
1: or whatever yeah you like know. you're funny like oh my god it's funny a fucking hulk film but then you see it you get the trailers and you're like i'm not this isn't quite it but at least we're we're in that direction right
0: yeah like, i'm not quite sold on it yeah, yeah so
1: hopefully down the line we start getting like iron man quality type of shit for for video games Mm. Uh, but yeah I feel the same way about Mark Wahlberg he doesn't have the fucking mustache he's not (laughs) the Sully mustache like Sully Sully feels like if anything
0: Mark Wahlberg should probably be Drake
1: yeah for sure that that, that seems like that was the initial pitch like
0: give him the outfit and just have like I don't know I think Tommy Lee Jones would be a good Sully maybe
1: okay okay. Tommy Lee Jones
0: or maybe John Goodman if he wasn't that old already damn That'd be all right. A younger John Goodman. But Goodman is, is such a good actor. I'd be, like, very into that. A good Sully for him, yeah. Yeah,
1: so so he doesn't, for the lack of a better word, he he doesn't have that swagger that Sully has, mm-hmm. right? He's, like, your uncle that like, lets you get get away with shit, just talks about the girls, you know? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have that, that vibe. Maybe it's in there, but I don't think he could deliver it. Right. Uh, What's his name as Drake? Too young. Tom Holland, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't get past... He's fucking Spider-Man. Although, I
0: do. I think the one casting I do like is I do like how Antonio Banderas is the villain, though. That's cool. That is cool. I didn't expect that. I'm not sure who exactly. If he's supposed to be like an established villain from the games, or is he just like an original creation for the movie? He looks like. He looks like he could be like a, like a conglomerate of like several villains kind of just thrown together. Yeah, because
1: he looks like uh, one of the, the villain from Lost Legacy. Oh,
0: you're right. Wait, no, not Lost. I'm thinking of Uncharted 4, the one where like the guy that sam invents as being the guy who like makes him the, the guy in prison yeah yeah is that who you're thinking of because that's what i'm thinking of
1: no i was thinking about the
0: where he's like the drug cartel guy yeah or... that works too that, that he kind of looks like he could be that character because uh, there's like that line of dialogue where he's like oh like like are you like a, uh, are you do you he's like are you a collector of art and he's like oh I, like and then tom was like oh i dabble he's like oh well i don't dabble it's like, like, like a whole family like history is like tied to this thing or whatever like like he seems kind of menacing in a way. He's like, and like "Did I? Ju- I think he just threatened me or something." like That he says in the trailer. Okay, something that does give me hope though
1: is a day before the trailer came out, this was leaked, so there was already footage out there, and that footage looked like shit, which mm-hmm. is part of the footage that they put into the trailer,
0: right? Right. They're like, "Fuck, this thing is already out." Let's- is it like the Spider-Man No Way Home one, where like we got like that really poor like, there's no like effects yet, and then we got the really good like trailer the next day? That's what I'm saying. I feel
1: like. Maybe,
0: maybe we got that
1: leak mm, like and then it, now they're going to go into like
0: proper post-production.
1: Yeah. And then we're going to get it. Like the next trailer might look a lot better. Gotcha. But okay. When you see that shot of the plane, mm-hmm. it looked fucking terrible, dude.
0: Like when they're on the crates. Are you talking about in the leak trailer but, or in the actual trailer? But I thought
1: it looked good in the actual trailer. Okay. No, the actual trailer. Okay. looks fucking dumb. It looks, what's his name? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. <laughs> when he gets knocked out, and like he has his feet wrapped up to the crate. Oh, he's just like hanging there? he's just kind of hanging there. That does look awkward. That green screen, whatever it is, what's going on? Oh, like the, the hair, ocean
0: doesn't look like real. The, no, the, yeah. fu-
1: the hair, the ocean, the ground doesn't look uh, good. And then the hair's got like this light breeze. Like the plane's going hundreds of miles an hour, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't look good. I and saw people they,
0: meme that, I meme-, meme that a lot, and then they put it, they put it into like one of the early Kingdom Hearts trailers. Because there's like a scene where Sora looks like he's kind of doing that too. <laughs> yeah. And they just splice the two se- it sequences. It looks bad.
1: It, it just looks bad. So that's not even part of the game. That little portion. So just cut it out of the film. Mm. And also when he gets back onto the crate and he jumps, he looks like a superhuman. That like, looks
0: weird to me because he, I'm thinking like... like I, Okay, I'm not going to pretend to understand physics completely. But like it looks like a very effortless jump exactly and then like for the amount of ground he gains in that jump when he's heading against the, All the
1: physics look against
0: off. the i what would you call that not wind because it's just like he's already in the plane right so there's no like it's like there's no there's no like wind resistance against him right he's kind of riding he's riding the what would you call that the lack the jet the little slipstream right yeah you could kind of but still i still reaching the distance he covers and like the planes like in motion like i feel like it would be way less realistically well, it, look, it doesn't, it looks very like, yeah, you're right. Very superheroish. Very like, okay, like calm down. Yeah. We,
1: we can say in the game, Nathan can cover some gaps,
0: right. but he doesn't have a vertical like that. Nah, he's not. He's not playing for the Lakers with mm-hmm. <laughs> like with the way he jumps. Not like that at least. Uh, all right. So I'm done with that. I'm I, cautiously optimistic, Johnny. Cautiously optimistic. I, I, I'm more excited about what this can lead to more than like, it's kind of like Dune well I love Dune that's different but it's like I hope this does well so that we can get something better down the line I don't want it to be like "Well, oh, we tried and we give up because it didn't work out you know what I mean yeah they need to get this right dude because I am scared
1: that they're gonna butcher Metal Gear
0: oh, oh that's not a PlayStation Studios movie though is it not a no I think that's a separate like wheelhouse altogether okay different All right. production company different studio different director different everything
1: so, All right, cool. Although that you? one
0: does have the advantage of having a director who loves the material, so...
1: Is it him, duo. the
0: guy that was talking about it, like, uh, maybe two years ago? Yes. And he's attached to it? The guy who, like, I think he told that uh, Boss Logic guy to come up with something, and he's like, oh, he's like, yep, I like that. And,
1: uh, and he talks directly to Kojima. He's friends with Kojima, isn't
0: he? I don't know if he's friends, but I know he's, he's, he's met with him before. Okay. So. All right, is that it for the quick points? I think that is it is for the quick points, right? Yeah, you, you want to do- you want to do
1: articles or you want to do a feature, uh, do a uh, state of play?
0: Well, I feel like we can roll those together because the first article is about state of play anyway. Right. So uh, for this one, let's go ahead and direct our attention to IGN. This one comes from Felicia Miranda, who writes about the state of play October, 2021, how to watch and what to expect. Sony announced a state of play broadcast for this week. And this time the focus will be on updates and announcements for upcoming third party PS4 Oh, we're still focusing on that and PS5 games. If you don't want to miss out on all the PlayStation news, here's everything you need to know when to watch, when is the day to play. The next day of play is scheduled to air on Wednesday, October 27th at 2 p.m. There's a huge chance that if you're listening to this now, that you might have already seen the state of play because it is basically tomorrow as of recording time. Um, 2 p.m. Pacific time, so like right when I get out of work. So I'm probably just gonna stay, hang back at work and just look watch it on my phone uh 5 p.m eastern time 10 p.m bst not sure what that means uh blah 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 blah, blah, blah. we'll be hosting the next day of play here on ign.com blah, blah, blah. we'll also be covering the event blah, blah blah and yeah oh what to expect uh it says first let's focus on what we do know sony specified the next day of play will focus on upcoming third party releases so johnny no first party stuff don't expect first party stuff no there were no titles revealed outside of that, but based on what we know, we can take a few guesses at what that might be. Uh, for Spokens, the one they put right here. Uh, I'm not going to read all this. I'm just going to look at the pictures to see if any other major ones they mention. Uh, the Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins. That, that makes sense. Final Fantasy 16. That makes a lot of sense because that one's due for an update about now. Uh, other potential titles include Ghostwire Tokyo and Pragmata. Please. I would love to see more of Pragmata. Although Pragmatic was recently delayed to 2023. Uh, Level, Little Devil Inside, Stray, which I think is the cat one. And uh, that's about it. So, okay, so that's the end of that article. So, you watch it October 27th, which is Wednesday. Tomorrow, as a recording, today, likely, of what if you're listening. It could have already happened depending on what time you listen to this episode. But, yeah. So, Johnny, let's go ahead. Now we can segue our way to predictions she kind of took away my major one which was i was hoping for uh pragmata and yeah. i'm sticking to that one so the because we haven't seen anything of that game since the ps5 was announced johnny that was over a year ago since the ps5 was announced that was the last time we first saw it and last saw, heard of it and then nothing since then it's overdue for one final fantasy 16 of course i'm a huge final fantasy fan i will always always vote or always predict that we're gonna get something final fantasy related
1: it makes sense though final fantasy 16 right
0: yeah especially since it's supposed to be already like like they've already done all the voice recordings for the english and japanese audio but for spoken we just got a trailer so i'm taking that out you don't think it's likely that we'll get another another trailer no, or even just like 20 a... minutes okay so in 20 minutes you can fit what four maybe five trailers uh, i think we've already gotten too much uh sifu okay so I'm gonna take that one out. Pragmata, absolutely. I really want to see this. So this, so for those of you guys who forgot, Pragmata is the Capcom, uh, looking game. That, I don't know, it's Capcom, but it looks a lot like the the character looks a lot like the Kojima Productions character. Was like a big spacesuit guy, right? He kind of looks like a Kojima Productions character, the Luminos or whatever it's called. Homo Lumis, something like Lumis. That. He looks like that guy. He looks like he's like an astronaut outfit. Yeah. He's accompanied by a little girl. And then he gets launched into the sky and ends up being like a space station or something. On the moon. Yeah, it was something on the moon, but
1: it's also like this illusion.
0: Yeah, this weird like hologram kind of thing. And it's Capcom, right? It is Capcom, yeah. yes. So we have no idea of what it is gameplay-wise or story-wise. I'm hoping... I hope it plays like a Kojima game. We haven't seen anything about this since the PS5, even before it even came out. So like we're overdue for some kind of update on this. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy X- Final Fantasy XVI. We haven't seen anything of it. I think I think they showed some like concept art during Tokyo Game Show a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They showed concept art. I think they revealed the yeah they revealed the fact that they finished like all the voice recordings for English and Japanese audio. So that means like all the story, all the cutscenes, that stuff is done. Hmm. All that's left now is like game scenarios, like in terms of like gameplay, uh, environment art, environment like art, lighting, that kind of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they're pretty much close to. That's coming along nicely. They're pretty much done. I wouldn't say they're done, but they're close to being done at this point. So I'm expecting an update on that. That makes sense. For spoke like you said, Forspoken, we just kind of saw that. I don't expect more on that. Ghostwire Tokyo, same thing. I feel like we've kind of already seen enough of that. Okay. I, don't, I doubt we will get more of that little devil inside makes sense that actually got confirmed that it is going to be there oh was that the leak you were talking about the reddit re- reset said no
1: that wasn't leak. oh that was just confirmed by sony okay
0: so that okay so that's already like what one fourth you think of the presentation Great, right? it was 20 minutes yeah maybe four it minutes looks like they
1: were going to give a like a deeper dive. dive into that okay so that's that might take five minutes uh, I do want to see more of Stray. We already got a little bit more, but I wouldn't mind if they told us a little bit
0: more about the gameplay. Okay. So Stray would be nice. Uh, Tony, what if we find? Fire... I don't want to get my hopes up. Actually, I'm not that excited about this. You'd be more excited about this. Do we? Do we get factions? No. You don't think so? That could be that surprise. Sony's just like. I, I don't know. Well, cuz remember a while back ago we got like that uh, we saw that thing where they had like all the job postings and listings for like a multiplayer Donnie Dogus project. Yeah. It's like, do you think they've come they've made enough headway to show something for that or? I don't no?
1: think so. I think if they did show factions this year it'd be December.
0: For like probably like PlayStation um we call it the PlayStation Expo kind of thing. It wouldn't be this one. PSX, no.
1: Maybe a PSX in December.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Mm. all right but so uh yeah not this
0: one is there anything else i'm trying to think is there anything else i could be forgetting well because i keep thinking of games i'm like oh no that's first party like oh no that's first party
1: well something that keeps kind of haunting us that the players are fucking tired of and we just got some of is fucking grand theft auto swinging their big dick showing up at at this event
0: you think gt6 More
1: Fucking gt6 uh no no not gt6 uh fucking the remaster
0: nah that would be a waste
1: yeah that's what we thought last time and it was the first thing they showed us oh uh, that's right <laughs> You're right
0: remember people got excited and saw the Rockstar logo yeah, yeah exactly. and then it was like GTA 5 like oh
1: <laughs> maybe if they do so, show something for Sony it might be uh, oh we got um, we got uh, a little update for Returnal
0: so yes I, I'm so glad I'm so glad honestly i'm so glad they finally did that because i i said for the longest time i'll go back to it when they fix the dumb like safe state stuff
1: yeah so we got a, a better safe state I
0: don't you know can what now well you now you, you can suspend it okay yeah, yeah you can save and then quit but like as soon as you start like the save file gets deleted
1: yeah so so it's
0: not a permanent like save spot it's just like a quick save feature
1: we also got photo mode stuff mm-hmm. but maybe they got that out the way because the event is so short, maybe they can show DLC? us. Yes. Ooh. I was going to say that. Yep. And the other one
0: is, uh, what's the competitor to Dead Space?
1: Oh, oh protocol. yes.
0: You said it. I want to see some of that. That's third party, and that could that could be, it's time for an update for that. Especially since Dead Space has been, like, announced since then. Yeah. Now's the time to kind of, you know, draw the attention away from Dead Space and be like, hey, guys, like, we still exist over here. I agree.
1: And since that would be great.
0: That that would be that would be like the perfect time now to do that. And
1: since we're talking about horror games and it is October, I doubt it. But maybe Resident Evil Seven DLC.
0: Well, we got Resident. Oh, you mean Resident Evil Eight? I think you mean Resident Evil Eight. They did announce it back during E3. At this point, I feel like they should probably have something to show for it. Okay. So I think you're right. Anything Resident Evil down for it? Like even if there's DLC for three, remaster. I I, mean, I doubt Raymond. three I doubt three would get DLC at this point just because like that's done with so I doubt that yeah heard maybe of. I mean we remember like last year around this time there was that huge Capcom leak 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 where like they yeah people leaked like everything for like the next like five years that Capcom was working on uh-huh. maybe now would be a good time to kind of show some of that or at least talk about some of that if they wanted to like just you know like we know this got leaked but here we have finally something to show for you for either street fighter whatever edition supposed to be yeah, or those
1: look like they were pretty far in the future or like maybe resident or maybe
0: resident evil 4 remake uh tease for that
1: that'd be dope yeah dude a tease for four would be amazing absolutely uh that's all i have for predictions
0: yeah i mean it being the fact that it's 20 minutes in third party kind of doesn't leave a lot of room for mm-hmm. accurate or even possible predicting I think we're probably gonna get something that we, we're there's probably gonna be something that we're gonna be hearing about for the very first time, like something that we probably out of left field that we didn't. Johnny, what about if it remember oh, what was uh, Dokev? Remember Dokev? Is there any chance? No. Nah. Nah. Oh, I, I want I want more Dokev.
1: I I don't think so because they showed us so much already. I, I know, but a, I really I'm really excited trailer. about
0: that game. Yeah. I hope I hope that comes to fruition at some point. All right let's go on to the next thing we put something about what's what is this enemy thing NME. nME oh is it supposed to be enemy is that like a play on words I guess so
1: N- uh, this NME. is just the article about Xbox trying to develop games a little bit more than like Sony
0: we talked about this before like separately when they looked at the la- Remember we t- they looked at the last of us and like this is the kind of stuff we should be doing
1: yeah but they're uh, saying it again mm
0: Hold on, I'm looking for the article. Oh, but that means I have to, like... Alright, fine. I'll, I'll do that. Alright, through the magic of podcasting, I have found the article John mentioned. <laughs> this comes to us from NME. The letters N, letter M, letter E.com. Uh, written by Jen Allen. A name that I can actually pronounce. It says, Xbox Game Studios wants to make more PlayStation-style blockbusters, which... I wholeheartedly welcome. Please do that. That would be great. Xbox Game Studios boss, Matt Booty, try saying that with a straight face, has explained he wants the publisher to improve at making the type of blockbuster games that PlayStation is best known for. Game recognizes game, Johnny. Pun intended. In an interview with Kind of Funny Games and transcribed by VGC, Booty talked about how Xbox Game Studios is focused on creating a diverse software portfolio. He acknowledged how the cool thing about game pass is that it's got room for everything from halo to smaller games like grounded despite being delighted with that focus however booty also pointed out the tremendous progress made by sony when it comes delivering triple a i'm sorry i checked the date i'm like this sounds like something i heard before but no this is pretty fresh uh to del- delivering triple experiences quote first just to bring it up Hats off to Sony and their studio system and the leaders that they've got there. I mean, it's fantastic, end quote, he explained. Quote, you can't argue with the quality and the craft and the games that they've delivered, that they're working on now and the stuff that we've seen so far. So just kudos and hats off to them, end quote. That's pretty big of him, Johnny. That's, he's going, he's going a little, a little far with the praise. Score, Johnny. <laughs> Imagine, I doubt it. Imagine, yeah, shoot my shot, shoot my shot right here. Continuing, Booty explained that I think that there's a certain kind of game that generates an anticipation that kind of becomes this big tentpole moment. It's a game that fits that intersection that everybody can play, and it's also a big world that you feel like you can inhabit. And I think those kind of games are important, end quote. He cited the likes of Uncharted in Horizon Zero Dawn as significant moments, explaining that while he didn't want to, quote, necessarily get into what's our uncharted or what's our horizon zero dawn and quote it was worth considering quote what are those games that have got universal theme what are those game yeah i'm sorry what are those okay is that error what are those games that have got universal themes they have got a big world that people want to get lost in they have really well realized characters and really high production values and quote crucially Booty stated that such games are absolutely what we want to go after. While no specific names were mentioned, Booty acknowledged something that Xbox boss Phil Spencer recently mentioned in an interview, that Xbox is growing and far from done. All right, there's a little bit more to that, but I'm just going to leave it there. Johnny, this is something we've kind of talked about before, right? I feel like we saw this last time with the one about, I want to say like in the spring of this year where I, I forgot Phil Spencer or somebody over there mentioned about how, uh, The Last of Us is, like, the type of game, like, they should be creating, right? Yes. The kind of game that they should be, like, the quality be able to replicate, right? That's what they should be doing. Did
1: it just come out of uh, the lawsuit with Epic and Apple? And there were, like, some papers. Not leaked, but it was exposed.
0: That's right. Thank you. You're right. That's where we saw that, right? Where they mentioned it. Yeah, because it was, like, one of the leaked or one of, like, the... One of, like, the emails or whatever that came out that was, like, like oh, yeah, like, they've been playing The Last of Us 2 over there. It was there. an
1: internal review of the game. That's and right. they like, we need to get, we need to do this type of thing. Exactly. Yeah, so, it's, well, the thing with this, it's, like,
0: what are they doing right now? Like I mean, it's not impossible. It's not impossible to kind of, like, find what the template or formula is. It's, like, it's just that I feel like it's just two different audiences because, like, Microsoft is no more for, like, integrated like social i mean sorry like a multiplayer like features and very heavy multiplayer focus and stuff it's like i mean look at their flagships we have halo gears of war like these are like their whole premise is predicated on multiplayer like action fast paced, third person first person also That's shooting names. right okay there's forza but forza's again multiplayer right forza again that's not I don't think people do people play Forza for the single player? I don't think they do, right? I don't know. I don't think I don't know. I doubt it. Uh what else do they have? I'm trying to think. That's like hate likes Xbox heavy. I mean, I just think of those three. I mean, I know there's it's more always
1: those three is the problem. Well now they have
0: Bethesda, right? So like there's no excuses why you can't do a solid, like, single player game done well. So I mean them saying this, like that's nice that they're saying it, but just, you know, do it. Go out and do it. That, that's what I'm saying. It's like, but they're saying this right now
1: as though they're like, "How we we need to get this in motion." It's like, what the what do you mean? What the fuck are you doing right now? Like, well, we know what they're
0: doing right now with all the Halo stuff. We know that. Yeah, but that stuff, it like, Halo's almost out that's like expected. soon. Yeah. that's
1: like, that's their bread and butter right
0: there. Right. I mean, the whole idea of them acquiring like the studios like since last year up until now has been like they're trying to like find the kind of like not like finding like a lotto scratcher that's going to pay off but kind of like the thing
1: with Bethesda it's is that they're trying to buy culture they're trying to buy a studio that's already set up that's like ready to go it's running we just need to fund them we don't just have need to do the groundwork money yeah yeah so yeah it makes sense that they bought Bethesda but i mean i just don't trust them because they bought rare like i wanted to see a badass fucking killer instinct right that shit fizzled out. That shit was a fucking dud.
0: Well, the whole issue with Killer Instinct was just the way they kind of went about like marketing it and also like delivering it with like a character at a time and stuff. And... When did they buy Rare? Rare? Ooh, back like in 2003? Around? Like years ago. We're How many about. Killer Instincts do we have? One. That's what I'm saying. It's like they got How it... many Banjo Kazooies have you got since then, John? None. One. Really? Nuts and Bolts. Not that great. It was on 360. Not that great.
1: All right. Well, one That and was we like went... 2008. And it's like okay you guys have the fucking money like why is there only one of each of those games mm-hmm. it's like did the did the culture fizzle out as well did well you okay so rare like-
0: i believe a lot of the developers from rare went on to do like the xbox like the 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 cross media bar stuff the dashboard with like the really like, little avatar characters and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know your xbox would turn it on you have, like your little character you get it customized i think they did a lot of those like character animations
1: so that's the reason you buy rare to make them do that type of shit I don't think so, but I'm just telling you I'm telling
0: you what actually happened, not that I agree with it. No, I know, I get you. Okay. But
1: then uh on one of the last uh showings for Xbox they show that game from rare. It looked great, the art style looked great, and then months later you see them say like, Yeah, uh we're revamping the whole fucking game. Was that like, scale oh, scale bound? No, nah, it wasn't scale bound. That too, Where the fucking scale bound.
0: That, well they cancelled that, so Yeah.
1: So they say shit like this and it's just annoying. It's because I want to see them like really compete. I want to see competitor to competitor to Sony. Not just
0: like on the multiplayer sphere, but on all fronts.
1: Yeah, and yeah. and most of the shit that I hear them talk about just fizzles out. The only thing they can bring to completion is just Gears Halo for there. Gears Halo for there. to that scale. Right. So the, this this article just is depressing for me.
0: Yeah, I mean I I really want them to do well because I feel like all. Gamers in general just benefit from better competition. Like Mm -hmm. there's more quality is is kind of right. You know what's that phrase? Uh, uh, rising tide lifts all boats, kind of thing, right? Yeah. So I agree with that. I do want to see Xbox do really well. I want to see PlayStation do really well. But I really do want them to compete on more equal fronts. Of course, there's always Nintendo off doing its own Nintendo thing in the in its own corner. (laughs) But yeah, Xbox, if they know what they need to do, then they just need to get to doing it. And like I know I say that like as if it's so easy to do, but I feel like you have the money, you have the resources, they like they have the
1: property. They have way they have, they have
0: way more tools and resources than like what PlayStation has. Mm-hmm. They're just not fully unlocking or utilizing that to their best of their ability.
1: Yeah, they talk about games where I'm like, That is a fucking massive game, but I, I just never see it come through. Like they have Indiana Jones. What's that gonna be like? But when I think about it, I'm like, it's probably just, it's probably just gonna be shit.
0: Uninspired, maybe. We'll have to. Only time will tell, Johnny. We'll have to see in the future. Let's move on to the last of our articles, Johnny. I'm pause it real quick. Uh, I didn't expect you to say that. So now I have to look for the pause button. Unpause. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Let's go. Let's actually go into our final story this time for real. Uh, this one, this article comes from Game Rant, written by Patrick Young. It says, former Apple Arcade exec joins PlayStation. PlayStation may be one of the front runners in the console market, but its offerings for the mobile crowd are rather quaint. However, with the hiring of a former Apple executive, PlayStation is looking to flip the script on its mobile pursuits. The prevalence of mobile gaming over the past decade is a boom like never seen before. It effectively killed the incentive of purchasing portable gaming devices like the PS Vita or the Nintendo 3DS. I kind of disagree with that. But that's fine. As with the blossoming of phone and tablet technology a new type of mobile gaming arose a more passive experience built on tight simple gameplay loops earlier this year playstation announced its plans of expanding into mobile after testing the waters with infrequent releases in the last decade with the announcement playstation also confirmed it was hiring for its head of mobile position to help lead the adaptation of its most popular franchises Spotted by Tom Ivan of VGC, PlayStation has hired Nicola Sebastiani to help lead the company's journey into the mobile market. According to his LinkedIn experience page, Sebastiani is currently the vice president and head of mobile at PlayStation Studios, joining the company back in July. Sebastiani spent the last eight years at Apple, the first five as the head of games business management on the App Store team and the final three as the head of content at Apple Arcade. This is the position that PlayStation was previously hiring for, means Sebastiani is working on adapting PlayStation's first-party franchises for mobile. It has been some time since the last major mobile release by PlayStation. In the run-up to 2018's God of War, PlayStation released God of War, Mimir's Vision, an interactive AR game that let fans get a first look at the then-new world of Midgard. There are other titles like the puzzle game Uncharted Fortune Hunter and the endless runner Run Sackboy Run. But PlayStation has primarily been putting out companion apps for its console titles or its PlayLink initiative, where you just play a game on their PS4, PS5 through their phone or tablet. I have done that, and it's actually really, really fun. Playing um, That's You, uh, the Jackbox Party games use that too. You use your phone as a controller. And um, uh, I'm forgetting what the other one is. It's, a, it's some kind of like random – uh, oh, Knowledge is Power. That's the other one. Those are really fun. Uh, the PlayLink games are really fun. The hiring of Sebastani is a great sign for PlayStation's mobile pursuits, as he is a figure that clearly understands the mobile game market. It is a bit ironic that Nintendo, which has been shown to be a bit behind the times with its console features, is perhaps the most integrated into the mobile market with its wildly successful games like Mario Kart Tour and Super Mario Run. PlayStation recently announced Wipeout Rush, a card-based racing game coming in early 2022 whose formula changes quickly disappointed Wipeout fans. Hold on. Whose formula changes quickly disappointed Wipeout fans. Hopefully, with Sebastiani, PlayStation can make up ground in the mobile market and offer some truly unique experiences. So that article comes to us from GameRat by Patrick Young. All right, Johnny. Do you, Johnny, did you naturally think that PlayStation's like next focus would be mobile? Because like that's something that I just never really... Outside of the Jack's box party games and like knowledge is power in the playlink games, I never really thought uh like the mobile area, or I guess that makes sense though, cause right, cause mobiles big in Japan and Sony is a Japanese company. Mm-hmm. I guess I just never made that link in my head for some reason. What are your what are your thoughts on this, Joni? Do you do you think PlayStation's gonna make some big grant make up for make up lost ground in the mobile market?
1: No one. Um... I'm going to get really irritated when we see a state of play and it's featuring mobile games.
0: Has that happened before?
1: No. Oh, but I'm going to be like, man, I'm going to be so depressed that I have to wait another cycle to get an actual like, Oh, another trailer.
0: Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I seen that too, where I'll watch a uh, certain presentations for games and it's like, Oh, coming out to mobile. I'm like, okay, I know I can tune out for the next few minutes. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, this
1: is probably what uh, Jim Ryan is talking about when he says he wants to reach, like, all these other hundreds of millions of of people that aren't enjoying these games. Right.
0: Because we thought, I I mean, well, at least speaking for myself, I thought, okay, that's what the PC route is for them so far. Yeah. And apparently it just doesn't stop there. Like, are we going to see, like, is there going to be, like, a PlayStation Now, like, on PC or, like, other, like, markets, I'm wondering? Yeah. uh, I I forgot his name.
1: But he's constantly talking about how the gaming industry is unsustainable because is games are beginning to cost like two hundred million, you know?
0: Oh, uh you're talking about uh shoot, I can't I can't remember his name. He used to be at PlayStation, right? Yeah. Uh just keep talking, I'll remember it. <laughs> I forgot my point. Yeah, the games are not sustainable, like this big massive budget bloated games are not yeah, sustainable.
1: Yeah, but maybe this is a way to continue to be sustainable, right? Okay. Uh I don't like it, right? I don't like playing mobile games, but at the same time...
0: Is it because you just feel like the experience isn't as great as the AAA on screen? It's shitty.
1: It... It's just a shitty experience. I,
0: I don't like them usually because they're very predatory. They're, they're exactly. Microtransactions. Microtransactions, they feel Char-laden. very
1: predatory. Sean yeah. And the gameplay loop is so simple. It's just... I feel like I'm like just washing dishes. You know, like... it's or Small
0: like, little interactions and then that's yeah. it.
1: Yeah, there's no substantial story to it like i'm not there okay so
0: let me me tell you this so you're like a huge fortnite player would you play fortnite on mobile no that wouldn't it's the same gameplay as fortnite on the on the system i really just play fortnite because it's free and you could talk to other people still applies to mobile
1: yeah yeah but there's not there's not too many games currently on xbox or sony or whatever where you just jump on there and you talk to people there's not too many shooters where you're just like socializing that's not true call of duty yeah, not too many. Oh. They do exist. You should play Warzone. But call, Warzone is free. Mm-hmm. That's that's my point. It's just already there, accessible to you. Right. But with it being mobile, like no, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that shit. To begin with, I'm already irritated because my phone life isn't long enough. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna sit there and like when I when I do play my my PS or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm letting my phone charge. Right.
0: Right. So. <laughs> I agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna waste that time draining the battery to right. play this like. Because so if you can like, play
0: and you're at home, you're just gonna yeah, play on the console. And yeah. then if you're not home and you're not playing on console, like whatever it is you're doing, you probably don't want to play on your phone. Exactly. I got you. Yeah. If I'm out there, that's I'm- that's why I disagree with the sentiment that like that because of mobile, there's no need for like the Vita or like the 3DS anymore. Because mm-hmm. like I like having a dedicated like mobile handheld that's not draining my phone battery yep
1: yep
0: like i have i just recently like i think i can say this like legally i i I put custom firmware on my old psp the old psp i've had for like almost 13 14 years at this point Mm -hmm. i put custom firmware on there i hacked it i have like all the games that i actually own plus you know maybe a few more discontinued games Mm -hmm. wink wink nudge nudge and it's like it's awesome because now i can play that And I can be off my phone let my phone charge or kind of just like zone out and not worry about intrusive texts or messenger or like other stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: And I can play like whether I'm like a passenger seat in in a car, which is rare these days, or like when I'm at work, but I'm not home yet and I have like a lot of downtime to like do stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: So I feel like just because like for some people, mobile is now phone and not like handhelds. I don't think that applies to everybody. But yeah, I I, I agree with you. This isn't, this is, this doesn't call... to me because for me as like a, i'm not going to say hardcore but just as a core gamer like most of my gaming is done on dedicated gaming devices exactly whether yeah. it's console or handheld not to say because there is like this weird like gatekeeping element where some people are like oh like mobile games aren't games it's like of course they're games they It's mm-hmm. in the word right games I'm sort of
1: like on that too but because like there is ways. some
0: stuff on mobile that I'm like oh, I kind of wish there was a console adaptation or like a handheld version of this like uh, there was there's this game I really love that gets constant support where it's like it's like trivia mm-hmm. and like there's like a leaderboard and a ranking I'm like I would definitely play that on console if there was a console equivalent to that but there isn't mm-hmm. so like I have this game that's like a it, it has like a leaderboard for like your area like the city you live in yeah. and like it's like different genre I forget what it's called I have it on my phone I'll look it up later but like it's trivia stuff, and like I love trivia. Trivia like my one of my favorite things. Whether it's film trivia, game trivia, just a world trip, history trivia, and like you compete against other people live, kind of like a battle royale thing. Yeah. Where like the more you get, you move on to the next round, and then people who like mess up too many times they get dropped off until there's like one person who wins the entire trivia round. Okay. And then like when you win one, you can put up, it goes up on the leaderboards. You can look up like ranked by city, by county, by state, and by like world. And I love seeing like when I first started playing the app, I loved seeing like like I was the best person in uh Fontana. No, I'm sorry, where my mom lives in um shoot, I forgot the name of the city. It's it's around like like uh around Ontario. Uh but I was like Norwalk. The, no, it wasn't Norwalk. Okay. I was around Ontario. it was like I was like the number one person in the category of like video game knowledge hmm. in that city for like a couple of weeks. Like it was dope. Like seeing that as like, like I wish there was like a console equivalent like of that game, but there isn't, as far as I know. So it's like, yeah, but so you there. Know. I see. I recognize the need for like certain mobile games in that mobile space, but like that's outside of that one rare case. Like I rather just play anything else you can give me. Just like if you have the freaking uh, what was it like? They wanted they did the wipe. Okay, well, I'm not a huge Wipeout guy, but they mentioned there's a new, there's a Wipeout mobile game coming out. It's like why not just do, put it on console like. Why not just do that or like the sack boy run thing? I'm like, you could play that on console and make an endless runner on console. I understand the appeal of mobile because mobile, first of all, there is less of a barrier to entry. Like you want to put out a game on on a phone, like it's super easy to do. There's not that much like qual like quality certification stuff like there's on console. I understand the appealment. Uh, no, is that right? Appealment? No, the appeal. I'm sorry, I can't think today. I understand the appeal like microtransactions, right? For like small teams or whatever. Like something that's sustainable. I get it. I get why it's there. But like as I'm just saying like this is like one of those few situations where this isn't for me. Mm -hmm. And kind of like upsetting to say that. But it's not for me. But kudos to PlayStation for going after another
1: revenue route. Um, Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying the same thing you're saying. This shit is not for me. And I'll tell you all day long why I just don't want it Mm -hmm. but I do want Sony to make more money I'm totally okay with that because if it means that Sony can produce the games they can continue to produce these 100, 200 million and pour that back into development yes and put it back into console and then go ahead if you want to make more money on PC that's cool as long as we keep getting these badass uh, games right Mm. the mobile shit I'm just not gonna touch it like I can hate on it but I don't have to fucking play it right and it's not in my face (laughs) like I don't have to go into the play store and like download it, like right? Right. So, okay, whatever. Do do your fucking thing over there. And if it means making the ecosystem of video games more sustainable, <laughs> then I'm fine with it. Absolutely.
0: I was, I was, was already about to say the same thing. I was gonna say ecosystem and sustainable so you beat me to the punch. Uh I guess the only issue I would have is if they I'm pretty sure they won't do it, but just but there's always a chance that they might pull a, one of the big development teams to work on something mobile and I would feel like that would be a huge waste of resources and that that would be upsetting. No, they probably just buy more studios. Or hopefully they would just like outsource it to somebody, or get, license like, it out.
1: Instead of like this is my A-team like if I have two A-teams at, at, at Naughty Dog they probably got their little like spin-off team right. doing their own shit. The C-team. And they've hired more people for that not not take the core of well I was gonna say like the developers probably just know how to work with Unreal. And then the in Unreal iteration for, like, mobile is something totally different with the tool set. It's just not the same, right? Or C++ so you can't pull, or something.
0: Yeah, so you can't pull the same people to, yeah. to work on that. Okay, I see what you mean. It's I mean, Hopefully they're not, like... The tool set is different, is the point. Got you. Different, different skill set. Got you. Okay. Yeah. hopefully you're, I hope you're right. I hope that's what the case is. So, uh, Good for them for poaching somebody that's, like, pr- pr- like tried and proven to be, like you know an expert in this field with this executive this uh something sebastiani i forgot his first name already oh no nicola sebastiani so G- kudos to playstation hopefully it pans out and yeah so there you go that's those are our thoughts on that johnny i didn't think we would ever get through all that stuff and yet here we are and i can't help it feel like i'm forgetting something yeah i feel the same
1: way right it's like there's so much shit to talk about but i feel like we're, we covered a lot
0: i want to check my phone real quick because i remember i sent you like a few different things and i'm like wait a minute is there something that i sent to johnny that did not show up today at some point point? and I i'm like i feel like we missed the trailer somewhere oh we didn't even talk about well we kind of did we forgot we didn't really talk about god of War being on pc right we kind of touched on that i feel like we need to retread ground on that maybe
1: Not really, it's it's expected. Same thing with the mobile, they're
0: making more money over
1: there. That's cool. And God of War has been out for what five years now, yes. Wait,
0: 20 no, didn't come out in 2016, did it? 18, yeah, so three years, a little more, a little more than three years at this point, actually. Yeah,
1: a little more than three. Okay, we
0: talked about your lost cause skin that's coming. Oh, then I kind of, Well, it's not important. But we kind of t- I sent you some stuff about Gran Turismo Seven. I wasn't sure if you, were, you wanted to touch on that or not. If you're excited about that or not, or I really can't touch on it except I.
1: I, I said it, okay, we- it looks great. The ray tracing looks great. The tracks look so dense now. Um, they have a lot going on. It's just I just have a lot more questions than I do. Like points to talk about, like when you see the map, um, you see the world map. There's a bunch of little icons where I, I don't know what they're doing,
0: but I'm looking forward to it. Oh, and I remember so God of War doesn't come out till January 14th of ne- the next year on PC but it had like, I sent you the link where it's like the number one best selling like pre-order on Steam, yep. which is like that's like ka like good mm-hmm. for you for that, for Sony. And then oh, that's right, the last thing I sent you before that was the, the the next gen port of Cyberpunk and The Witcher 3 getting delayed to next year. Yeah, I don't care about that. When they were supposed to come out, like at the end of this year, so Cyberpunk just keep it. Just it's it's like I think of that meme where they're like, like the kid's like, stop, like it, he's already dead. Like <laughs> I think of Cyberpunk, like like can he, can you take any more hits at this point? It's like no, there's still room for more pain. This is this is kind of like the videos on YouTube where
1: a girl is walking and she walks into the glass. And then she turns. She puts her head down. She walks around and keeps walking into glass.
0: And just keeps hitting poles uh, or something. Yeah,
1: no. Yeah, she walks into glass. Glass. Oh, I can't find their way out. Yes, right. it's like three times she walks into it, and it's just like,
0: bro, just, just stop, just stop, stop moving for a minute. Think ornate. this through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's about it, Johnny. Before we move on to the final segment of which is the pitch, why don't we talk about what have you been playing since the oh, last time I've playing. seen you? Because it's been a week and some change. So Okay. what so, are you up to? All right. So I saw I was
1: trying to get into um, Days Gone again. I went back into it. Really? I, I downloaded it, opened up the map, and I, I looked at it and I said, well, what do I have to do with platinum, this thing?
0: So you went back to see Boomer and, uh, no, Boozer, right? Booser, Boozer yeah. and uh, I forget the main character, uh, something with a D, right? I forget his name. It's like Deacon, Deacon, Deacon something. That's the main yeah, Deacon and uh, Saint John. Got well, that's, it. Well, that's Got the, it. That's
1: the thing. I don't go back to see them. There's no more storyline to really complete. So I, then, what
0: are the trophies you're missing then?
1: I gotta kill the fucking horde. Like all, everything is infected.
0: Okay, so there's no more story. It's just like mindless, just
1: exactly clearing the map, like fetch missions. Okay. Uh, the only, so you completed
0: all the storylines, everybody's storyline.
1: I think so because there's um. There's portions that are infected And they're like little caves And you have to go get that uh, Large canister And I What I was really into Into the game Is when you get like these uh, These audio logs And they tell you more about the story How they're testing out the site Mm -hmm. But I got through with all of that And (sighs) Fuck Everything is just Fetch missions Oh Oh this is why I stopped I was gonna keep doing it But the thing is When I get to a horde I waste all my shit fast. Like, way too fast. Like, all my grenades, all my ammo, uh, all my materials, like the rags and the well, kerosene, you, all of that goes super quick.
0: Can't you, like, expand your storage for all your, like, disposable, all your usable consumables or whatever? Or no?
1: That's already maxed out.
0: Oh, so even on top of that, you're still, like, running out of your supplies?
1: Yeah, I have, like, three reloads on my on the back of my bike. Everything is maxed out like for your chest whatever it is mm-hmm. so every time i kill a h- horde i have to go back to town and collect everything i have to like scavenge for fucking everything and it's annoying just having a scavenge for the majority of the time instead of being in a state of like constant action right mm-hmm. so i deleted that shit i'm not going back to it i'm not gonna plan on it. hmm <laughs>
0: I, I, I'm not going back to it I'm not going to plan on it so you kind of just you're like you didn't do this you're like oh that's right now I remember why I stopped playing yeah, this yeah exactly alright yeah and then
1: uh, I downloaded a game I had no intent of downloading it but I saw it and I was like I gotta I gotta give this another try and that's Bloodborne oh my god yes so it's sitting there it's downloaded I'm actually gonna give it a real chance oh to you
0: haven't played it yet it's just sitting there
1: no, no, it's sitting there. Okay, but I'm gonna really gonna try this time, and I want to commit. Yeah, we'll see what
0: happens, and that's
1: it. Played a little Fortnite, but that's not. Right.
0: So okay, so you're now officially off the Grand Turismo train, then?
1: No, I'm still on it.
0: Oh, you didn't mention it. So I wasn't sure if you were still playing that.
1: No, it's it's still there, but it's it's not like uh. A... I'm usually playing like two games at a time. So the Grand Turismo is like, it's my main focus. Okay. But then I'll just like jump into a
0: match sometimes on fortnite or i am
1: usually like playing two games but i have my main
0: are you like me where like there's certain games you prefer to play at a certain time of the day or not really or you just jump into whatever Nah, no okay because nah. i feel like i i enjoy playing single player games during the day and then at nighttime is when i play most of my online stuff when i'm like less likely to get distracted or interrupted personally But well, Gran Turismo and Fortnite are both online, I guess. Like that doesn't really apply, I guess, in your case, because those are both online games, anyway. So,
1: yeah, to me, I don't think it matters what time of day.
0: Is it just like, do you feel like racing or do you feel like shooting? Right? I Imagine that's what it boils down to.
1: Yeah, that's all it is. I mean, sometimes there's like, hey, I should play this Resident Evil game at night, Mm. but I don't do that because it fucks with my sleep after like. (laughs) That's right. After like six, I start. I stop.
0: Really messing with any type of digital. I need to get some of those. Uh, someone told me I should get those gummies, the ones that help you sleep, Though melanin? No, not melanin, right? Melatonin? That's the one. Because I have, I have trouble sleeping. Now, ever since we've gotten back to being in person working again, like... Is it melatonin or is it CBD? No, melatonin. Yeah, it's melatonin.
1: Uh, okay. You, you don't, don't want to take melatonin on the regular like that.
0: I heard it makes you like really drowsy in the morning, right? Like a, like a hangover kind of effect in the morning? Yeah melatonin i mean for the shit that i've
1: read and seen melatonin you just want to take it after jet lag oh that that should work after jet lag but on the regular you can't use it because you kind of become like dependent on it
0: oh like coffee
1: yeah so it's not something you want to do on the regular
0: so it's like the anti-coffee
1: yeah if you're doing it on the regular you're doing it wrong because you just. That's something where you really want to get to the core of what's fucking with what your sleep, because if you are going on like weeks, days, months. Oh, okay.
0: It's like people. It's like people who live hectic lifestyles and like survive on uppers and downers. Yes. Game. Don't. Yeah. Got you. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Back on topic, actually. Uh, so I'm. I'm not gonna talk about Persona Five because I'm still playing that right now. Just mm-hmm. know I'm still playing that. I'm not the seventy-hour mark on that game. I thought
1: you said that last time.
0: No, I was at fifty-something hours last time.
1: Huh. All right
0: i'm at the 70 hour mark now uh according to some of my friends who've already beat the game i am past the halfway point for sure mm-hmm. but not by much so expect to hear me talk about that for the next few weeks <laughs> but uh, that's it i'm not gonna bore you with more persona stuff i just just know that's still going on so to kind of i, w- I guess you could say compensate for that on the, I've also been playing, like, more mobile games. When I say mobile, I don't mean phone. I mean, like, handheld stuff. I started, because I told you I recently hacked my PSP. Yeah. I have since recently gone back to playing, like, a lot of, like, the games that came out on Game Boy Advance and DS. Okay. So, right now, um, I'm currently, I want to get to Metroid Dread, right? Because that's, like, the big, dar- in. that's the big, I want to say indie. It's not indie. That's the big darling game for this year so far. Isn't it only, like, eight hours though? Yeah, but I have no frame of reference for Metroid at all, other than Smash Brothers. I was going to say, maybe you should wait, but Nintendo
1: games are stay up there for a No, no,
0: no. I'm not I'm not playing Metroid Dread. I'm not playing that yet. I'm not, I don't even have Metroid Dread. Okay. But I have gone back to the first chronological Metroid game in the series, which is Metroid Zero Mission on the Game Boy Advance. Okay. Which is a remake of the original Metroid that first appeared on the NES, the old Nintendo. Oh, uh, okay so zero mission is it, it's a straight remix, kind of like our remake is of resident evil yeah. same thing here where it's like it, they improve all the gameplay like issues and all like the graphics and stuff so metro i'm halfway through that one metroid zero mission uh if you never played a metroid game uh you remember how a while back we were like like laughing at jaffe kind of about like how he couldn't shoot that one silly like turns out he's going just He's kind of right. There's a lot of things in Metroid Zero Mission where, like, you're supposed to shoot stuff They have no indication you're supposed to shoot at. Or like, I got... I get more frustrated with the environment and level design than I do with the enemies. Because there is times where I'm like, how in the world was I supposed to know I'm supposed to, like, bomb that particular section of the wall? Well,
1: all you gotta know is shoot everything.
0: I do shoot everything, but not everything is... You can just blow up with only your your arm blaster thing. Something you have to use bombs on, which you only have like a number of those, so you have to like really sca- like pay attention to the environment, which on a small Game Boy Advance screen isn't all that detailed to begin with. All right. So like you'll notice like okay this wall looks normal. Oh, there's like a slight hairline crack or fracture there. Let me try putting the bomb. Ba- oh, okay, that's what I had to do. Stuff like that. But like you like you have a map. It's a you know you have a map that shows you like, okay, you've been here, here, and here, and then this is an unexplored section. How do I get to that unexplored section? It's like, there's a wall in the way. And sometimes it's as simple as shooting the wall. Sometimes it's like you have to shoot the floor that has like a vent that leads to the next room. And so you're constantly like scanning the environment for like what could be the possible next thing I have to like physically do. Because the game is very obtuse. It does not hold your hand when it comes to telling you what you're supposed to do next. You just have to look at your map. It's kind of like, you know, the maps in Resident Evil where you have, like, okay, the red room means there's stuff for me to still do. Yes. Blue means it's cleared. Yeah. Metroid kind of, Metroid Zero Mission kind of has that where, like, I've explored all of this, but just because I've explored all of it doesn't mean there's not still something there. Okay. The gray sections on the map are places you haven't been to yet because you just haven't found the route that gets you there.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So there's a lot of confusion and convoluted game design which i guess if you started from zero mission and played all the metro games up until dread by the time you get to dread you should already know what to expect right now that's not excusing like what i consider like i think people say like oh well if you played metro you know that happens like that's the thing that it's a, it's a staple of the series mm-hmm. but i don't feel like that's always a valid excuse for what i consider to be kind of like poor design doesn't mean I agree with Jaffe completely. It kind of means that I kind of see his point. Don't necessarily agree with it wholeheartedly. Because that one is super easy. You just shoot at the enemy and you naturally shoot that ceiling. Mm-hmm. But sometimes there are no enemies to indicate where you're supposed to be shooting. But the levels aren't that big though. You're right. They're not that big. But it's it gets, like very frustrating and annoying to go to the same. Re- re- revisiting the same exact areas over and over to try to see what you missed i don't know if it's just like because metroid zero mission came out like in 2004 so that's like 17 years ago and it's kind of just like like even 17 years ago you guys you guys knew what good like map design was we had resident evil as an example back then so Mm -hmm. anyway so i'm playing that right now i'm halfway through that um i actually also completed a game i didn't even know existed until i looked it up metal slug advance the remix metal slug advance
1: not Metal Gear. Well, there's some mobile Metal Slug games. And then, okay, what, what am I missing?
0: Metal Slug Advance is a Metal Slug game specifically made for the Game Boy Advance. Oh. So it's not like the arcadey ones they were used to. All right. Now, because of that, because you can't just nickel and dime somebody on the Game Boy Advance, there is like a lot of, like I guess you could say, uh, tweaking of the game systems that needs to be done. And like actually pulls off pretty well. So you know, you know, traditional Metal Slug arcade cabinets are designed to kind of get you, get quarters out of you all the time, right? You die in one hit, you come back if you have no more lives. Continue nine, eight, seven until you put a next quarter in, right? Yeah. And then you continue where you left off. You don't lose any progress. You just immediately continue. Whatever damage the boss has taken, that damage stays, and you just continue there. And you just keep pumping in quarters, right? Mm-hmm. So Metal Slug Advance, obviously, like I just stated, is a Metal Slug adaptation. It's not a port it's like an original game made specifically for the game boy advance it looks visually impressed for what the game boy advances hardware is it looks very impressive visually it looks like one of the arcade games okay. running on game boy advance which is not that advanced at all <laughs> despite the name it's not that advanced it looks really good on there um you can tell the game has like a super short like memory though like the RAM one is really really like crappy because you'll go into like a scene. You'll go into like the you'll side scroll, right? You'll go to the next part. If you go back, the enemies instantly respawn the ones you just killed. So like the on storage, like short term memory, the RAM isn't that great because oh yeah, we just loaded the enemies that you just killed because you came back to this spot, mm-hmm. which in an actual game they stay dead, no matter if you come back or whatever, right? So there's moments like that where enemies will just disappear if you just go long enough or whatever, like they just. The game like just deletes them because it can't store them, I guess it. You understand what I'm saying, right? Kind I guess of... so, yeah. There's like limitations of the hardware, right? But graphically, like the game looks good. Like the I.O. animations, like the slug, like when you're in the metal slug, like it does like all the stuff that it does on on like the arcade cabinets. So your characters have IO animations where like they're constantly doing like weird stuff, picking their teeth and stuff. Like graphically, the game runs well. It looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. And you can tell it's like a late Game Boy Advance game it came out, like in 2005, I think. Because at that point, as you know, the games that come out toward the end of a console's life cycle are, like, a far cry from, like, what they first debuted with in terms of, like, graphically, uh, from a technological standpoint, they're way better later on in the life cycle than they are at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So this game looks really, really good. It borders, like, on DS good, like Nintendo DS good. Um, because, okay, so but going back to – because they don't have to nickel and dime you with the game. You already bought the game, Right. So it's like, how do you change the system of, like, continue, continue? If you keep the continue system, then the game becomes, like, not even, like, fun. Because what's to stop you from just spamming, continue, and just playing, like, forever, right? There's no sense of, like, stakes, right? So what Metal Slug Advance does brilliantly is it introduces a health bar. You have a health bar, okay? (coughs) Different attacks, different things in the environment. The enemies do different types of damage, but essentially like more than th- four hits and you're dead so there is no game over you just die and then you go back to the beginning of that section of the level not the beginning of the mission the beginning like section of like that screen transition transition
1: yeah
0: so you know like in, in traditional metal slug you get to the point at the end of the screen where it's, you're trans- it says go like it pops up go with the arrow mm-hmm. and then you go to the next portion of the level it does that, where if you die and your health bar is depleted, you go back to the beginning of that specific scene.
1: So it's just a checkpoint.
0: It's kind of a check. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's a checkpoint. But like you don't have to start all over, and there's no permanent game overs. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to boss battles, it's really difficult because traditional Metal Slug boss battle design is predicated on you putting more quarters, right? Mm-hmm. When you're facing like a boss battle and like if you fail, it to start all over at the beginning.
1: Oh.
0: As opposed to traditional middle slug, where if you die, you put a, a quarter and like the damage you've done stays and you just continue from there. You are forced to basically get good really quick. Regular enemies, regular soldiers, regular like the rest of the level is like easy mode. Like it's fine. You're just constantly shooting at the soldiers, and you know the soldiers are squishy. I mean they 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 die in one hit. They're like very like paper yeah. bags. Yeah. The boss battles are like. I know it's kind of like a meme to say Dark Souls or anything like that, but it's like you have to really memorize enemy patterns. Like, absolutely, you have to memorize like where the blind spots are for like, like the, like they have like screen filling like attacks, mm-hmm. where like if you are not in the right corner or in the right spot at the right time, you will die, or you will take a lot of damage at least on your health bar. So like as the game progresses, the boss battles get continuously more and more complex. Yeah, where they introduce more. Okay, like now we're gonna. Like, we shot lasers, now we're going to shoot twice as many lasers, twice as fast. And it's like, oh, shoot, like, I better have to be, like, quick and stuff. And, like, Game Boy Advance, or even on my PSP that I'm playing on, like, the controls, if you feel the buttons, they're kind of squishy compared to, like, a proper controller controller. Mm-hmm. So it's not, like, the best experience. Um, But, man, it's, like, it's honestly some of the best, like, gameplay in terms of Metal Slug. Because it's, like I said, it's not pretty, the game is very fair. It's not like as unfair as the arcade version iterations where they want you to pump in those quarters because they already have your money. So they don't need to get any more money out of you. There's no microtransactions on Game Boy Advance. Yeah. So you get pure unadulterated game, metal slug gameplay with none of like the BS. It's just like skill, beat the boss, move on to the next level. There's like five missions, right? The last one, the game is really short. I beat it, I started and beat it in one day. Mm -hmm. but the last last boss such a pain such a pain because it's the thing where like you figure out the first phase and the second phase is just a faster version of the first phase and then the third phase is just an even faster version of the second phase so it's like you start to become more like i just need to survive it doesn't matter if i'm not constantly shooting at the boss i just need to survive this so then i can hopefully get like a few moments where i can shoot at the boss so that last boss probably took me about an hour and a half of course, I pause to get drink, eat something. But for like, metal slugs, that's a long time. It's, it's long because again, if you die, you start all over at the beginning of the boss battle again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not like a traditional metal slug where you just keep going no matter what. Yeah. So, despite all that, probably one of the better metal slug games I played. Despite it being on Game Boy Advance, it gets the gameplay like the gameplay loop is satisfying. The difficulty feels satisfying the graphics are pretty impressive for what the game boy can do and yeah i really enjoyed it i can't believe as big as a metal Slug fan i am i completely ignored or missed that game for like 17 years but playing it i was like okay like if you have a game boy advance this is like one of the games you have to play on it because it is really good dude
1: i wish they would just reboot that game they so, are they are I, I saw that okay but it's the still tactics. it's yeah but it's, it's still... a mobile game well it's tactics there's i've played like two iterations of it Uh on mobile and there's another company doing like a traditional one yeah but i forgot about that you're right i wish they would just throw this thing into like unreal engine and then maybe not like
0: i don't want it to be 3d
1: maybe not 3d yeah but still side scrolling just a facelift. like yeah like with awesome lighting nice particle
0: effects that would be cool.
1: Yeah,
0: I agree with that. Or at least change like I mean change the art style, but keep some of like the, the humor, like the the, the really outrageous stuff. Why? Yeah, for sure, all that. That would be dope. Uh, well, you that's...
1: can't keep everything with this,
0: right? Okay. So I beat Metal Slug Advance. That's the twenty fourth game I beat this year. Uh, still playing Metroid Zero Mission. I hope to have that one done by the end of this week. Uh, still p- tackling Persona Five Royal in the background, and yeah. That's. I have one more game that I just started, but I don't have enough to say about it because I just started. Uh, probably next week I'll talk about that. So That's it for me, Johnny. I think we've reached the end of this section. But before we get to the pitch, Johnny, are you feeling old yet, Johnny? Shit. <laughs> Every day. Every day. 21 years ago this week, Johnny. October 24th of 2000. 21 years ago. Can you believe that? 21 years ago. One of my favorite games of all time, Spyro, Year of the Dragon, came out.
1: Oh, damn. This is like, fuck, Spyro days. This is uh, old school. Spyro,
0: yeah, Spyro, Year of the Dragon is the third Spyro game. I didn't really get
1: into it, but I did play it. I, at that time, I was more into uh, Crash and Crash Team Racing.
0: Yeah, Spyro was kind of like the accompanying like Crash game, where, I mean, it was like, they kind of like occupied the same space. Yeah, even um, Medieval at that time okay Uh, there actually is a crossover game with spyro and crash where like they actually are both in the same game uh it's also on game boy advance i might play that one later uh so yeah uh let's see one of my favorite games and one of your brother's favorite games too 16 years ago today we got the sims 2 on ps2 i don't it. what you didn't play the sims I don't remember. Josie loved the Sims. I don't know if Josie loved the Sims. I don't know if he still does, but he loved the Sims. I love playing the Sims. So The Sims 2 was on PS2, one of the better games I, I I would say. Uh let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um Ah, oh, my phone's so slow to load. So I'm going to see what else came out this week. Back then, oh Johnny, you might remember this one. Sixteen years ago, two thousand five, October twenty fifth, two thousand five. What do you think came out? What when? October
1: twenty fifth, two thousand
0: five. Oh, Grand Theft Auto. No. Fuck. Okay, came out first on GameCube earlier that year, but came out on PS2 later in the year. Any guesses? No, I was gonna say it just recently got a VR port, very recently. Resident Evil 4? Yes, sir. That's right. Very good. Resident Evil 4, 16 years ago, came out on the PS2.
1: Dang.
0: A game that you and your brother both owned on PS2. With the whole suitcase of management and Salazar and the Higante guy and all that stuff. Good times, good times. What a fantastic game that was. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look at least for one more. Ooh, no. Ooh, that
1: remake's going to be so good.
0: If and when we eventually get it, yeah. Seventeen years ago this week, Johnny, two thousand four, a year before Resident Evil 4, we got another classic PS2 title. One that is very recently getting a remaster. We literally talked about it today. Tell me. I'll give you a hint. Uh Grove Street is the rant. Oh uh San Andreas. Seventeen years ago, Johnny. You feeling old yet? 17 years ago, I think you were 17, no? Because I think you were 17 when Sandras came out, no? Something like
1: that. You know the, the benefit of getting older? What? You start to forget the old shit and you don't remember how, the gap, the distance.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, has it really been that long?
1: It's, like, it's too fuzzy. It's like, you don't really feel it as much.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Uh, let's do one more and then we'll finally move on. Uh, I'm looking for a good one. Look- oh, okay. 13 years ago, Johnny. October 27th, 2008. What do you think came out 13 years ago? Dead Space. No. I, we, t- we used Dead Space before. We talked about that one before. Although it did come out that same year. Give me that clue. <sighs> if I give you the clues it's to be too obvious. Okay, Media Molecule
1: uh little big planet
0: yes sir the first little big planet 13 years ago johnny mm. you, remember you used to play that on ps3 yeah i feel that one because i did spend time making uh, like levels right yeah remember we would play the ones where you had to like try to survive as long as you can yeah those were fun 13 years ago johnny that's that actually doesn't seem that long honestly 13 years i feel like that one should in my mind that one came out even like further back Thirteen years doesn't seem that long because I think Little Big Planet two came out like a year a- or two after that, like two thousand ten, I think, right? Little Big, Little, Big, blah, blah. Little Big Planet two came out like two thousand ten, I want to say, and then Little Big Planet three was on PS four, I think, as a launch title. So, anyways, so that is it for this w- this week. On, do you feel old yet, Johnny? No, that's just me saying the name of the section. You're not asking you again. All right, Johnny, let's move transition to the last segment of the day The Pitch The Pitch alright so Johnny and I have through the magic of podcast uh, recording magic have already pre-selected two categories Uh, for those of you who don't know The Pitch is a segment where Johnny and I choose two pieces of paper from two separate canisters combining theme such as Haunted Mansion World War 2 Ocean Space with a genre of gaming like first person shooter puzzle RPG racing And try to come up with a somewhat feasible concept for a game. Johnny. what you got? Yeah, it's a video
1: game like Bang. Video game. Orgy, whatever.
0: What?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I'm reading my stuff. Let's get into it. All
0: right, what do you got?
1: Okay. I think we have a good one this time. First one I got is Open Space. Ooh, okay. And then Military. Ooh, okay. Perfect already setting. And then I got a a third one because I always pick out a third one. I got Jungle. They all work.
0: Okay, Jungle I'm not as excited about as the first two. But okay.
1: Yeah, so what do you have?
0: I have Simulator. Yes. And Slasher.
1: Perfect. This is fucking great. Okay,
0: are you thinking what I'm thinking, Johnny? Are we doing an open space Slasher?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. But it's
0: got to be military, like
1: there's some constraints those are always okay
0: great. instantly i think of that movie uh what's the one where jason's in space jason yeah. x yeah
1: yeah i was thinking about that too
0: that's like the first thing that jumps to my mind is, is space- jason in space jason x is called jason x I jason x yeah shittiest fucking movie ever i actually have never seen it i remember the trailer for it and i just remember like what like why are they taking him to space now yeah i think i saw this back in the day with tata okay uh our, our, um, your our cousin tata okay yeah
1: so what are we going to do with this
0: so we have sp- open space military so it's mass effect with the horror element but it's simulator that's the, the horror we don't part. have to use simulator i just chose slasher instead all right all right so how do we make like basically scream but in space it's got to be one guy okay. yeah first of all let's figure out his weapon well it's a slasher so it's something sharp probably painful
1: it's it's gotta be up close
0: uh so I wanna say it was like an omni weapon (laughs) omni tool or whatever it's called (laughs) we
1: gotta figure out his motivation and his main weapon are those gonna be connected like the reason he got he became evil or whatever is kind
0: of the source of like his weapon or what so what if it's like okay what if it's like all his victims have like something connected Like, maybe it's, like, a history or they were part of, like, some incident or something. And so the killer is linked to these people through history from a past or something. But, like, there's other regular people on the ship who are not his targets. So think of it as, like, a commercial or, like, charter, like, spaceship where it's, like, we're on route to this one place. And, like, he's trying to get rid of all these people before they make port or something. But he cannot, like, get any, like, extra, like, casualties. Okay, that's a that's a good thing to bring up
1: because you're you're saying like he he's got an objective to kill certain people, right? Yes. So what I was thinking is maybe there's because there's military in here, right? They're mm-hmm. doing some some shady shit. Okay. So you got the military and you have these scientists and these scientists their fucking moral compass is kind of like fucked up, right? They want to do things for the greater good. As most people do, yeah. Yeah, so they're doing experiments, but at some point, their, their, um, what is it called? Their, like their test experiment, whatever. Mm-hmm. They could be uh, it could be like a prison guard or something. Not a prison guard, a, a prisoner, right? <laughs> okay. Because a guinea p- pig. Yeah, the guinea pigs are prisoners. Okay. So it's all these scientists testing shit out on these prisoners, and some fucking day. These prisoners have had enough. You know, they've had enough for a fucking a minute, but then they escape. And then only one of them makes it out alive. Hmm. And so that's your character. He's a prisoner. So
0: are the victims who are connected, are they former scientists then? It's scientists and military personnel. Okay. And like, at first they don't realize the connection, but as more of them drop dead, they're like, wait a minute. Like, first so-and-so died, then second, then the next person that died, it's like, like, wait, like... We're we're next. We're like, we're targeted. Like there's a connection. It's not just random killing or something.
1: Yeah, it'd be dope if because this is really all we have. Like you're on a fucking ship. You're on a spaceship, and you got all these personnel. And maybe you escaped. This is tough though. This is like we. I to, like, already have already... like the. This is
0: rare, but I already have like the perfect title for this game. No one can hear you scream. I like it you know that saying in space, no one can hear you scream.
1: Yeah, but it feels like it's already taken.
0: No, I don't think there's a game called "No One Can Hear You Scream." Or well, like... it needs a, a large a title, and then that's a subtitle. Oh, okay. I don't know. Oh, oh, uh, what's the call? What's that thing people say is going to happen? How the heat, the heat death of the universe was called? Entropy. There you go. Okay. Entropy. No, in space, no one can hear you. It doesn't feel personal. Okay. Well. Damn it, you took the wind out of my sails, Johnny. Okay, fine. Alright, so our premise is that this killer it was an escape prisoner. Yes. Maybe so he he can't he you'd be recognized if they saw his face, right? So we have to come up with like what would be like his like his like gimmick. Not his gimmick, but maybe like the way his look like it is so like all the great horror icons have something stupid, whether it's like a hockey mask or like the Yeah, the skin. Something that's like you wouldn't stand out too much. In a crowd, but, like, you still, like, your identity is still, like, a gas mask or something kind of. Yeah, it's something kind of gimmicky, so I think it's going to
1: be, like, his first interactions are are going to be what he adapts. So, he's a prisoner, but he's going to end up looking like like
0: some scientist. When he's not, like, in killing mode. Yeah. When he's just kind of mingling around. And then when he does kill, he does wear a garb to disguise himself. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess you you can say he's blending in because he's still gotta interact with regular people, right? Mm-hmm. Those aren't his targets, so he's gotta interact with him, and he's got to, he's gonna be fucking normal, but he's gonna pose as. Wait, Johnny,
0: is this basically just? I just realized, is this just a Us, basically? No. Nah. There's a spaceship. There's a killer on the loose. Well, it's military, and it's not a slasher. It is a slasher. Remember? Sort of. But I want, I want to, like, I want, I want there to be solutions for. That's a great
1: title for the game, though. What? Among Us.
0: Oh, but it's already taken. It's the biggest game. I want there to be, like, ways kind of like in, like, in the Friday 13th game where we can fight back with the environment. Oh, so. Well, because we're in space, right? So, like, we can use all sorts of, like, spacey stuff, like cryo chamber or like fuel fuel cells or like ejecting him straight into space even what do you mean fight back with the
1: environment though
0: yeah like in friday the 13th you can use like yeah like bear traps to like trap uh jason okay you can um a
1: lot more interactable with you can like
0: slow him down with um you can get like a single shot rifle that like like stun him it's an awful game by the way I don't, think it's, I don't think it was that bad. It, I mean, it could have been better, but I don't think... I think Awful's a bit of a stretch. But, like, there is ways to kind of either... Horrendous. Sl- there is either ways to, like, slow down the killer or at least, like, actually beat him, beat him. So, wait, are we the slasher or... Cause I, well, the more we talk about this, more like this seems like an... Like, uh, we call it the as- uh, asymmetric, like, uh... Not isometric. What do they call it when it's, like, one person against several? Uh... Asymmi- asymmetric symmetrical asymmetrical it's not even right that's what it's called it's basically asymmetric asymmetric yeah, there you go thank you asymmetric like multiplayer kind of thing unless you want to play as just the killer and it's just kind of like solo mode offline
1: maybe we do the campaign mode as a killer and then
0: multiplayer anybody you're fucking anybody. Okay, I'm that works. To figure out who the killer is. That works. Okay, so okay, so the premise is escaped prisoner, experimented on. Are the experiments that they did on him do those factor into the gameplay? Does he have abilities? I was gonna bring that up. It's the military, dude. So
1: they're trying to figure out how to do uh, tele- increased strength, maybe telekinesis, increased strength, uh,
0: maybe you can take like prolonged breaths in space right you have to wait like it's not just being strong but you have to wait for like your prey to be like isolated too like you have to like kind of like part of the gameplay is you just observing and just waiting for the perfect moment kind of thing too yeah so it could be <laughs> it's don't... like okay we know the routine for this particular like let's imagine like this trip is like a multi-week trip like how kind of like a cruise thing would be Been through space right through the void of space okay but, like, you have to, like, kind of, like, observe your prey and, like, okay, so-and-so is, like, in this part of the ship, like, at these at this time every day kind of thing.
1: What kind of... Okay. That threw me off a little bit. Okay. Uh, as far as the powers go, though, there's, like, two directions that I, I think I can go with. We can do... The military is trying to figure out how to have, like, super soldiers that do, like, telekinesis. Or mm-hmm. we can do something a little bit more uh, grounded. The military is... Experimenting with chimeras, so they're experiment. They they put like DNA in his body, and then he has certain abilities like animals would.
0: Oh, like, camouflage.
1: Yeah, maybe he can do a, like limited amount of camo. Okay. Like, that's a little heavy, though. That's that's. a Well, that's with a with a massive
0: ability. like cooldown or something. Yeah. Uh. Maybe he can like climb walls for like avoiding detection, like of like like ceiling or something. A little bit. But like he can only hold it for like so long. Like like kind of like a stamina like meter kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I was thinking more along the lines of like if they put shark DNA, he can see like the tracks of like blood.
0: Oh, okay. Like that. Wasn't that, that they the sharks have a thing in their nose for like electric? Uh, like yeah.
1: So I was thinking about that stuff. Like maybe they're better at detecting blood and getting uh, electromagnetic waves. Fields, or okay. They can see the infrared light.
0: Mm. Um. Yeah, maybe you can like you can like tar- track your target like in a crowd kind of thing, like where you like highlight them or something. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that could work. Maybe you can sense like their heart rate if they're onto you or something. Maybe. So yeah, you can, like back off a little bit, or like you can
1: get closer, kind of thing. Yeah, this is really cool because you're trying to blend in with those people, but it makes it like heavy stealth. Mm, yeah, right. Stealth.
0: Yeah, kind of like Hitman, sort of in a way. Yeah, you know?
1: you're stealth, but like you're right there in, I mean, in, plain, cra- sight, in yeah. plain sight. Yeah, in plain sight. All right, that's dope. But he needs a weapon, though.
0: Okay, something signature, right? Um uh, like a scalpel or like a. I don't know. Does it... are we going for like maximum gore or something? Like with the yeah, weapon?
1: It's, it's a weapon? Yes, it's slasher.
0: Okay, so like I'm thinking like a hypodermic needle or something, or like you know. <laughs> A little irony there for like the experiments kind of thing.
1: I that did cross my mind, but I'm thinking it's gotta be
0: like a heavy tool. Okay, so like, he can like blend in like maintenance or something in a way, maybe like maintenance. Yeah, like they have like heavy tools for like repairs and stuff. But like, they're dangerous. Like a wrench, like a crooked, like rusty wrench or something.
1: Maybe he could just pick up a lot of things along the way. Okay.
0: And, like, just to justify them in different ways, like, okay, we're in, like, the maintenance shaft or something, so you need to carry, like, a tool of some kind or something to, like, not seem suspicious. Or, yeah, like, yeah. you could be, like, going through the vents and, like, maybe there's like a go... Like you can do, like, thing like in Batman where, like, he pulls them down through the vents, kind of like a takedown kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's cool.
0: You know what I mean? That could yeah. work. Uh, maybe he has, like... Grotesque tools like a power drill or something. Okay, I,
1: I want this to be a slasher, but I I want it to be very intelligent too.
0: Like you want it to have like a message or a story, or what do you mean? No, just more. Like the things that he does it, it are very clever. <laughs> okay. Maybe like oh, maybe you could like if you could like plant the bodies somewhere. Plant the bodies. Yeah. Like to hide them. Or like to incriminate somebody to get them alone, or something. No, I okay. I might I think I might be over complicating it. Never mind. But like, yeah, okay, uh,
1: that that's good so far. What well, we got are are good. And then he jumps from like, from laboratory to. They start figuring them out, and they start uh trying to evacuate, and then maybe he's on a a sm- smaller ship. Okay. And then he finally gets to because he needs to escape. He's a prisoner. Right. So, so maybe he needs to get to a, a colony.
0: And or like then, while he's hunting them down, he needs to secure like a escape a pod, a pod on the side or something.
1: Yeah. So we have the military personnel and then we have the scientist and he's trying to like kill them all. But at the same time, he's trying to get to the to the colony where the commands are coming from, right? Okay. Because those are just the foot soldiers, but he wants to get to the head of of where the
0: orders are coming from. All right. But right now it's like he wants to get rid of the people responsible directly for yes. it. Yes. Okay. Um, that's it. What do you want to call it though? I told you I want to go with, like, in space, no one can hear you scream, or, like, the void of space, or, like, silence, or, like, Uh, something like that.
1: I want to look something, uh, can you pause it real quick? Alright,
0: so, Subject 11, then we agreed on Subject 11. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's, like, no transition, but it's, like, Subject 11, right? Because it sounds, like, cryptic, and, like, okay, what's going on here? It sounds, like, very sci-fi-ish, but still ominous. I think, yeah. So subject eleven, yeah. And then it's... if it's successful, you do the sequel, subject twelve. So we're going like Ocean's Eleven, basically uh-huh. with it. Yeah, yeah. All the way up to thirteen. So or you can just keep going. Honestly, uh, subject subject thirteen would be great because it has like that Halloween, like that Friday the Thirteenth kind of sound. Yeah. Like thirteen just sounds like menacing. It's a menacing number.
1: Yeah, sort of. But then if you go to fourteen,
0: it starts getting weird because it's not a true so subject 11 who's doing this johnny are we going with uh pandemic or was it a uh... ah what was the one was it havoc no visceral right was that the one that did dead space yeah it is so visceral maybe it's so hypothetically it would be visceral right uh, they came back to the dead or something yeah i'm cool with visceral so visceral subject 11 there you go sign stamp ship it all right Alrighty then, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our podcast thus far. Uh, we always appreciate the listenership and everything. Uh, this episode is a slightly longer than what we usually do. We're like at about the two hour ten mark, so a little longer than what we're used to. But we just had so much we got to talk about and I really couldn't imagine doing this episode without covering everything that we did. So uh, it is what it is uh if you like what you hear or i'm sorry yeah if you like what you've heard so far uh, why don't you give us a rating or a like or whatever metric your podcast app of choice uses to indicate that you enjoy the content so whether it's a like or a star or a thumbs up whatever it is go ahead and give us one of those signs of appreciation we would truly appreciate in return um We, if you wish to reach us with a comment, suggestion, question, you want to, you want to tell Johnny that he needs to, I don't know, shower more or something, you can reach us at DualSensePodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that is DualSensePodcast at yahoo.com. You can also reach us at our Twitter handle, which is DualSenseP. Uh, I check it every now and then. It's also where I upload most of the episodes through Twitter, so check that out um johnny do you have any closing thoughts statements anything you want to tell people out there before we log off let's just hope we got some serious surprises tomorrow that's right i i already forgot about the state of play tomorrow like it's such a long episode i actually forgot like what's going on tomorrow so um state of play should be good tomorrow if it's already happened by the time you listen then i guess you have the luxury of knowing whether we were right or wrong Already, so Mm. I guess we'll talk about that next week, won't we, Johnny? Yeah, all right. So, uh, go ahead, and I guess that'll be it, guys. So, peace out, and we'll get back to you next week. Peace. Bye.